The PKD Black Box is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. This is the PKD Black Box, episode 23. This week's episode is brought to you by Mercury and the Murd, Volume 1, Collateral Damages. Collecting the first six issues of the small press internet comic sensation, this book is the perfect jump on for all readers who must know how Mercury and the Murd became to be the best buddy cop comedy team since Starsky and Hutch. Read their adventures as they battle crime throughout the seedy streets of Dayton, Ohio, while taking on ninjas, apes, cosplay patrons, evil business tycoons, and so much more. 136 pages of black and white excitement for $9.09, available at HeroesCorner.com and DCBService.com. Welcome back to the PKD Black Box. I'm your host, Sean Pryor, a.k.a. Stan Leroy. Uh, PKD Media just got back from the Pittsburgh Comic Con over the weekend. Uh, we were up there, myself, along with artist Chad Ciccone and a couple friends of mine as we sold our Mercury and the Murd comics and Agents of Cold and Wasted Wonderland comics, and Chad was doing sketches. It was actually a pretty good weekend for PKD Media. It was very uh, productive. Traffic wasn't the best for the show, but it was still a fun time all around. Got to network with a lot of cool people. Um, so many people it would take forever to mention. Actually, I'll talk more about that next week, but I'm not going to front people. I'm exhausted, but I still have a treat for you. Um, A while ago, I was on a podcast called The Fixer's Hideout. Uh, The Fixer's Hideout is uh, led by a gentleman, two gentlemen, actually, uh, Umar and uh, Ma'at, along with uh, fellow podcasters, Daryl, Gabe Perez, and there's and there's a, one other person, a, a lady I, whose name I cannot remember right now. And please charge that to my head and not my heart. I apologize for that. Um, the Fixers Hideout is a podcast that discusses comics, movies, games, TV, and pop culture from the black fanboy's point of view. Um, it's funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always a good time. I was on there um, not too long ago as we discussed some of our favorite things in pop culture. I think you'll really enjoy this episode. I had a blast being on the show. I hope you dig it. I will be back next week. I'll have an interview with Steve Bryant as we talk about his uh, project Kickstarter uh, project for Athena Voltaire and the Volcano Goddess. And we'll also talk with uh, Donnie Salvo as he and I discuss some comics we've been reading and some old school stuff too. So enjoy this week's episode. We'll be back on track next week. I always promise to give you something and uh, have a great week, y'all. Peace. The Fixes Hideout is brought to you by HipCast, the audio and video podcasting service. The Fixes Hideout is a proud member of the Comic Geek Speak message boards, the Comic Podcasting Network, and Dick.com. The Fixes Hideout can be reached at www.thefixer.com, www.myspace.com, backslash The Fixes Hideout. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or dig us at dig.com. This is China asking you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I like what I'm doing right now. I enjoy collecting protection money, putting whores to work, loan sharking. I enjoy planting bombs in people's cars. These are a few of my favorite things. Welcome to The Fixer's Hideout. I love this stuff. A discussion on comics, movies, books, games, and all things family. From the urban fanny boy and fanny girl.
This is the 134th episode of The Fixer's Hideout, and this is The Fixer. Simba. Punky B. I want explosions, too. I'm not going to say my name until I get explosions, too. <laughs> There's an explosion every time you see a white woman. <laughs> well, okay. In that case, his name is Tiger Woods. <laughs> but with a lot less skills. A lot, 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 lot. No, he Tiger don't got skills. You know, my hand coordination is very, very good. No, no, no. That's not okay. when you're alone. A lot of practice. <laughs> A lot of hand to lotion. <laughs> okay, are we doing the introduction? Or have we started the show? All right, Daryl, voice, whatever. Just move it on. My aunt, Gabe. This is Lori. Who's buzzing? Shocked as usual. <laughs> and ashamed. And our special guest? Uh, this is uh, Sean Pryor from uh, PKD Media, host of the PKD Black Box Podcast. And comic timing and CGS. And <laughs> it's, good, it's good that he got the plugs out the way now. Now we don't have to hear him. No, wait, the end. wait. Let him say it again. That was uh, getting turned on. <laughs> I like you the got a, You got to hustle it hard. You can get it. That's damn straight. Mm. And our topic today is going to be, we're going to talk about a few of our favorite things. A, a kind of a mirror to our Five Fingers of Geek podcast. I've got Whoa, Five Fingers of Geek on <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about last night. <laughs> and the night before that, and the night before that, and the afternoon before that. And, well, contra- I- and contrary to what you hear right now, this is not another asshole podcast. <laughs> I do realize they're acting that way, but... <laughs> I'm just being myself. <laughs> and you mean by yourself. <laughs> well, when I'm by my... Well, let me not get into that story. I just know I treat myself so bad. <laughs> okay, my financial rant today is a reiteration. I'm going to reiterate. There you go. I big just words. looked the word up in Wikipedia and I know what it means now. <laughs> big words and <laughs> all job. that. Go ahead, go ahead, son. I once again hearing on. the podcast talk about this year they want fanboys to be all fluffy and nice. Don't be so negative about things. Yeah. Here we yeah. Go. Exactly right, here's yeah, my here's my little yeah. take on that. Wait, tell us Captain Negative. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the big N is on his shirt? Oh, <laughs> it better be oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I was scared to ask, but now I know, so it's okay. <laughs> That's the N word you can say. <laughs> he can use that because he's talking about himself. Yes, sir. <laughs> you can't say it. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to once again point out, <laughs> movies are anywhere between 10 and $12, unless you are like 10 and then it's like $9. Comic books cost $3, $5, $10. Yes. Are expensive only because these some of these assholes are putting four issues in a trade for nineteen dollars. Wow. Now it's one thing if you didn't never pick up the book and you got something bad to say. I'm with you there. You got me right. But another thing, when you invested your money, you get to say how you feel about the book. If you are disappointed, I mean, you do not have to pick up a dictionary and use five dollar words. You could pretty much express yourself as saying the art was bullshit. I do adore that podcasters want to be nice to go, well, the art just wasn't for me. No, I'd rather say the art sucked. And tell the artist to get off his game. If, if I had my way, Bill Sinkiewicz would not ever touch another comic book ever again in his life. Whoa. 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 Did that hey. you have a heart attack? Hey. <laughs> 
But that's because when I pick up a New Mutants and it has this great art in issue 15, and I pick up issue 16, and the art's all crappy and shit, there's no human beings in it, I'm like, what the fuck? I remember they had the, 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 the ghost bear. Yeah. And it looked like, it looked like cave paintings on a primitive wall. Then I pick up Her- Amazing Heroes, they're like, brilliant, wonderful, bullshit. It sucked. I paid my money for it. I get the right. It I get the right to say it sucked. And I feel that if you invest, you get the right to say it sucked. You get the right to say the writing sucked, the art sucked. If you li- if you liked it, you get the right to say that too. I don't think that's negativity. I call that you you if you bought it, you got a right to praise or put it down. And if you put yourself out there in public, expect what you pay for. Come on, you. It's like actors say, I can't get tired of paparazzi. Well, give up the fucking business then. Seem to help too. I was gonna say the paparazzi still follow me, and I'm I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the paparazzi. That's your ex-wife's lawyers. I've been calling the wrong. No wonder they smile when I call them. Because <laughs> you're paying them, actually. Yes, yeah. <laughs> inadvertently. But how's anybody want to rebut or tell me if I'm wrong here? I just don't feel. I just feel if you have, especially with the money we got to pay, especially when uh, companies like Marvel raise the prices, go to concert. We did it because we could. Well, I don't think you blame um, you, you blame you don't blame the car for the direction it's going. You blame the driver, and the reality is, wait, that made no fucking sense. No, hmm? but it, but it sounded it sounded very it intelligent. Sounded intelligent. Yeah. No, but but what it is, is, is you can't. Blame the person, like the girl in the car. You can't blame the person <laughs> saying negative things, expressing their opinion, when you you and you relieve the artist of the guilt. In other words, I think you should you you be as negative. Get, you want to hear positive huh? stuff. No, right. The artist is the one that drew it. Yeah. I only well, the writer is the one that wrote it. Or the editor is the one who allowed these mistakes or these things to go mm-hmm. in to the book. You're putting the book together. And then, you know, people say, like, well, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Where are they, fucking children? No, these are adults. Half these artists are 90 years old, for Christ's sake. They're sensitive artists. I got this sensitive artist from them right here, okay? No, I, oh, yeah, yeah. You hurt yeah. my feelings. You know, artists I are supposed to suffer for their art. They are supposed to suffer for their art, so I think we have every right to. <laughs> wow. But if you want to hear positivity, you got to give them something to be positive about. Well, I mean, it's, on the flip side of it, there's a lot of people who actually enjoy the the artwork that, you know, you may have a problem with or the storyline that you may have well, a problem not Everybody's going to like everything, of course. Not, right. But I just think it's wrong to put people down for for investing their money and then not liking what they feel. Like when, when we got Umbrella Academy. I bought a brother Kelly on the strength of about a hundred podcasts going, this is the best thing I've ever read in my life. It's John Byrne revisited. I looked at it, I was like, what the fuck? First off, I say again, I read Doom Patrol already. Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. I don't need it in another form. Secondly, I'm going to review, what's that movie, um, Jennifer's Body. The problem with Jennifer's Body was it was hopelessly trying to be indie. It was so desperately trying. That's why I get the feeling for adult. It was so desperately trying to be weird, weirder than it had to be. I don't didn't like the art, didn't like the story, and I wanted to, I wanted to strangle the same amount of people who told me to watch that that Coen Brothers movie. Which one? The one about the assassin that that's that movie that didn't have an ending fight where everybody died off camera. Oh, No Country for Old Men. Lord have mercy, that was a piece of shit. Yeah, that's about the only thing my mom, me and my right, ex-wife agreed on. We both sat there. Going, what is this? All right, one down. But didn't it win lots of Oscars? So, and yeah. lots of people no, agreed with this right. Oscar nod. So yeah. that's just my opinion. I don't like a movie that builds me up to something. It's you know, it's like watching porn. You know, everybody gets naked and they flash to the next scene. What the hell? What? Hey. Well, I told him about another site um, with a better story. Yeah. <laughs> Later on after the show. But I mean, that's the way I felt about it because I went out and bought that movie. Right. 
So I bought it on the strength of people who I trusted tell me this is a good movie. And I'm, I am, for the most part, a Coen Brothers fan. I just did not like or agreed with any of the any of the things positively said about that movie. I thought it was stupid. Yes. I thought that I thought you built up. If you built up something, I want a gunfight. Goddamn it! Right. I want with smoking aces puts the um, puts the assassins together. You get gun battles. Right. Don't build me up to a gunfight and then cut and all of a sudden the guy they've been chasing is dead. And all you see is his feet sticking out of a hotel room. What the? What is that? And then it's the hard, the man. so-called great assassin, his last scene is talking to some chick because he promised to kill her. And then they flash off him and he gets hit by a car. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Awesome. Well, it was kind of like was... Kill Bill 2. Uh, you know, at the end, you're like, oh, That's she, come fight. on. Because David Carradine was like 92 years <laughs> old. He could have helped. Look, he was able to be in the closet and uh, play with himself and hang. <laughs> he could have did <laughs> the fight scene. <laughs> Do you know the Do you know the effort it takes to do that? He was too old for wire work, okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> well that work was all right. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna point out that he was dead. I don't I don't know what your goal is in autoerotic association, but I don't think death is what you're looking for. Well, also, I'm gonna say that because he's dead, he's not too good at that either. Now wait a minute, wow. wait a minute. I want to hear from Lori and our guests. I mean, you know. Y'all feel free to disagree. Just remember, that I got the shotgun pointed at y'all. <laughs> That's okay. so nice. And when it when it comes to you know fanboys having the right to complain if they pay for it, I don't have a problem with folks complaining. I don't have a problem with that at all. My thing is like the school I come from is that if I don't bring a constructive form of criticism as to why I don't like it, 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 it doesn't it doesn't hold any weight, and that criticism is not valid. You know, because that's just the school I come from. Because you know, I've dealt with people where we get into debates, and when those debates start up, if you do not bring, if you do not bring the heat to the table, there is no debate. So I have no problems with like podcasts, like you know, saying, "Well, I didn't like, you know, well, I think this sucks." Well, that's cool if you say it sucks, but you got to bring me a reason as to why it sucks. And there are too many podcasters or too many bloggers that just say it sucks without telling why. You pay your money. You got every right to say what you want to say about any piece of art. Period. Doesn't matter what it is. But you got to bring the facts to the table. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Now, as far as Bill Sienkiewicz goes, for me, it's a love hate relationship. You know, like um, you know, I mean, that's just you know, his art is postmodern. A lot of people either get it or they don't. The stuff on New Mutants, I didn't feel that. But like with stuff like Elektra, the stuff he does now, the inks he does on like various DC projects. Beautiful. That new mutant stuff, that turned me off. You know, because it's just that there's that postmodern art that I just didn't understand. It wasn't for me. So I moved on to something else of Sienkiewicz's, and I, I, and I dig it. But once again, you, you, know, got to bring the, you got to bring the facts and the reasons why you don't like something to the table. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you didn't do that. I'm not saying that you didn't do it anymore. I'm just trying to just... No, I hear out. what you're saying, because I also feel that, listen, if you go to a blog, first of the guy got a blog. If, if he sums up everything to It Sucks... I think y'all should stop reading that blog because obviously this person doesn't know the English language. But with this Bill Bill Sinkerfish thing is back then mini series like that were rare. You you, you know what I'm talking about, Ma. It was so rare to get when they announced Electra Assassin. You're like, yes. Then I opened the book. What the hell? 
<laughs> like, which is weird because many there are many people who did not really. I know there's a lot of criticism on Frank Miller's art. Uh, yes, but yeah. something about yes. Frank Miller's art resonated with me. Where Sinkovich's art, no matter what, and his inks, isn't he inking Black Canary and Green Lantern or something like that right now? I mean, Green Arrow. He, for Arrow. a while, he he was doing inks on uh, Black Canary and Green Arrow. Yes. Because what happened to me? It was like, all right, Edward Norton finally got his own style. They finally let him stop mm -hmm. imitating the last artist, and it was obvious they were making him. Mike Norton. Yeah. I mean, Mike Norton. It was yeah. obvious in a way. It was. It, feel, it felt kind of like a DC mandate. But as soon as you could see him fall into his own thing, the art got sharper and crisper. Then Sinkovich came and inked it. Then these weird wavy lines came in, and I was like, and I was like, whoa! And then I looked. And I was like, oh, okay, that's why. This is what happened. There's certain people for certain types of uh, book, and the New Mutants was not the type of book for that type of art. Now, I'll give you another example, Scotty Young. Now, we hated his work on some of the books that he did, like the uh, Human Torch miniseries. Someone was even called podcast the Howard the Duck. Scotty Young. Well, I needed him off my book. I needed him off my yeah. book. But the thing is, you see the uh, Wizard of Oz stuff. I like, like that. That fits that type of story. Yeah. It's, it really depends on what exactly he's, they're being, their artwork is being directed at. They, not all artists should do all types of subjects. I agree. And, you, and, and also, I also point out, those New Mutants and that Electric Assassin, mm -hmm. those are those few books that are worth some money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Sinkovich original is like almost like these days, almost like a Frank Frazetta almost. Yeah. Well, he that. was that high up in popularity. Yeah. Just for me, he you didn't know. resonate. Right. But I, I agree like with Sean. I, I, have to, I have to add that on to it. I'm going to add that on to it as an addendum. If you do have the criticism, yeah, bring it. Don't. It sucked just means you did not finish high school. It's not a criticism. <laughs> all right? It means that Elmo is as far as you got in TV watching. I graduated from high school. Barely. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, but that's I, the thing. I just... Oh, oh go, ahead, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. I just think that, yes, we do have a right to complain, and I agree that you have to be able to back it up, but at the same time, we we have a right to complain, but we're still buying it, so... We're going to do it. That's what we do. We're fans. I already we're gave that rant. Yeah, not all of us. No, we're going to we're going to complain. I mean, there are a lot of things that I can complain about comic book wise, geek wise, nerd wise. I have a complaint right now that's a sort of a joke now. I can't get an, an episode of a TV series that was on iTunes. Uh, I'm bitching and moaning about it, but at the same time when it comes out, I will pay for it if I have to. So, I'm sort of like, well, okay, I understand, but there are things in real life. Lori, I they mean, canceled it, Gilmore Girls. We keep telling you that. Uh, the uh, that's right, I forgot. <laughs> oh, oh, they also canceled Witchblade and Birds of Prey, too, but no, I... I <laughs> Bam! She pulled a gun no, down I, I think that there are... You, you, gotta, you gotta take it <laughs> with a grain of salt. I mean, if I pick up, for example, Blue Beetle, and I don't like the artwork, at least I can find something redeemable about it. I like the story. If I hate both of them, I shouldn't have bought it in the first place. That's my fault, because I didn't pay attention. I know? agree, Lord. But then again, I, I can pick it up three months from now and absolutely love it. That's never happened to me before. But, but I'm a Hulk fan, but Jeff Lowe needs to get the hell off that book. I don't know yeah. what is, but what can I say? He's in the, that book is in the top ten almost every time. I'm and like, still buy and, it. and I love Hulk. Well, I, I, I don't, I just said I love yeah. Hulk. I, yeah. He buys everything. He don't care who's writing it, who's drawing it. Yeah. They but, won't listen to me. But I'm not, I bought the whole Spirit Run. Even after <laughs> fucking Darwin Cook. Well, you I and the three people who like the Spirit buy that stuff, so. 
Yeah, that's what it was on. But the spirit right run. Right the spirit has <laughs> never been a top selling comic book, no matter how many times they've run it up. No, I'm kidding. The Spanish oh. people like it. Oh, no. oh wow! No, it's more of a it. Since we're all related. I oh. smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him, him, Peter Rios, their cousins, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but see, but here's the thing about the Hulk, though. We are, you know, a lot of people, like, a lot of people don't like anything Loeb's been doing lately. But the remedy to that is what Marvel does, they put a hot artist with them. So it's like, so then you got those fans that's just like, well, I didn't really, really want to get any of this Marvel Ultimate Universe stuff, but they got Art Adams. Well, yeah, I didn't really smart. want to get this Hulk book, but they got this killer artist on it that I love. So, you know, so they're like, well, what do I do? What do I do? And they end up buying the book. Because yeah, it was Marvel just like isn't when, when stupid. Hulk... Oh, no, because Marvel isn't stupid. Yeah, they know. It sounds like they're and implying that DC is. No, but 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 Jeff Loeb is <laughs> also for every thirteen Hulks that he puts out, he'll put out one um, Spider-Man Blue, and then you're like, shit, that was awesome. Let's get the next thing he got. Oh God, Red Hulk. Ah, oh, but go ahead, Sean. No, it's just one of those things. It's it's just that's how you play the game. If if they if they hear people complaining about Jeff Loeb, they're like, well. You know, we got them. We got to use them. So how do we work this? Let's put the best artists, you know, out there with them to make it sellable. It was like when um when Hulk had half at, half um Art Adams and half Frank Cho, and then not see that tore me because it's it's not every day that you get Art Adams doing a book. It's not every day you get Frank Cho doing a book. It's like you get both of them. But then at the same time, you're like, well, Loeb only had to do I, I like two eleven page stories. Yes, I remember that. That was some interesting art too. But anyway, yeah. I'm going to let Wait. Sean have the last word on that, so because we have to move on to the next part. And this is my brief YSY segment that I meant to add on last week. Right. Okay, I want to know why infomercials have commercials. What the hell is that about? Well, they need time in between to <laughs> set up money? the... They need the commercials pay for them. Right. Somebody... Not the infomercials pay for the infomercials? Not no, anymore. commercials pay for them now. Oh, okay. Until they or, actually or have they the money probably... rolling in. But what you're asking is, why do they advertise more? No, I'm saying it's an infomercial. Once upon a time, you just got the straight infomercial. And You'll get infomercial and then buy Proctor Silex in the middle of it? What that, the hell? That marketing paradigm yeah. is dead. They've decided to move on because they're not getting people to pay attention. But do the advertisers think more people are watching the infomercials, therefore I shall advertise with it? It's cheap advertising. Yeah, actually. It's very cheap. cheap. The Sham Wow guy is a popular <laughs> Right, the, the Snuggle yeah, guy, is a, he's, a popular, he's yeah. a popular icon. So now if I can Flat latch on to you, they have a bait. Do you know that there are people that watch some of these infomercials over and over again and yes. deciding to buy a product? So if I'm selling on Tilex, why not? If I can latch on to his success, why not? Okay. And, yeah, and, they, and they make the infomercials look so slick now. I mean, when I was in the hospital, I if I had if I would have had a credit card with me, I would have ordered this new machine that they had for makeup because it looks so See? slick. Oh, of course, Lori, it was three o'clock in the morning. You could have called but, them. They um, know you by first name. It, you bought the hospital. Credit card hey, Lori, how are you doing? You could say this is Lori. They would say, okay, where do you want us to ship it to the hospital? How's your knee, girl? How's your Very slickly done because it took me about. Ten minutes to realize I was watching an infomercial. It was that well done. I mean, it had big stars on it, and I thought it was just a regular, you know, when little half hour show. It, it, it it's, it's a good infomercial. If I'm watching it, I don't realize it's an infomercial until it's halfway you. done. Lori, when you was in the hospital, was you on Percocet or morphine? <laughs> or? Actually, yes. I was on both. Yeah, well, now that's why it was a good infomercial. And she was snorting coke on the side. Just. I know. I took Percocet, and everything was good. Everything was a good show. <laughs> they, they, they have, they have.
had me on morphine, then they had me on uh, Norakil morphine, which is a pill form, which I'm still on. Then they had me on Percocet. Then they had me on something called Traxel. Wait a minute. You know what's the scariest thing? Did anyone see the dead like me? Does anyone remember the series? Yes. 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 You remember the one where George didn't kill the people and then the guy had the belt that way you just wore it and it exercised your stomach before you didn't have to do anything, but then everyone died because it kind of you sweated in it. It it, it, went caught on fire and burned holes in you. Wow. There's an infomercial now for a belt just like that. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. No, but that was, was like, a joke because it was a belt before. The, it, oh, well, like me. right. It was a belt that vibrated. It works. Yeah. And that was a takeoff on that. <laughs> no, you keep They have it. They have it at Walgreens for $19.99. There is no way to lay in your bed. There is a way, but that costs more popcorn. All right. Real quick. Comic books. What about them? I want to talk about a couple. They oh, have, that's right. We were comic book podcast. They have a front cover, Once a back time, cover, a splash page. Green Lantern Corpse number 44. Anytime a planet Ooh. kicks ass and, I'm, and, I, and it, I can I buy well, I the story. Ass, but, mm. I mean, the, did you, did you anyone read that one? Yes. That was that a was hell a good of a... Because when, when they show him repealing at the end of Green Lantern, I was like, okay, Mogo's here. Okay. He's just going to sit there? Yeah. But nope. Apparently not. And I like the way he says, I'm sorry I had to change my gra- gravity field to suck everything up. Sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> he activated their rings. I mean, yeah. that showed you how powerful he is. Well, he overrode their rings. rings right? yeah, he, he, well, he did save them towards the end, but, you know. No, but I mean, the rings, that's where they actually come from. from no, him, right? no, 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 not from him. No, they he, come from the power he, battery. He's, um... He directs the ring. Like, once the lantern dies, oh, right. so he sends him. it to right. the yeah. next. He, he uh, says who is um, who is the person worthy of getting the And he's the a ring. healing planet. So he's the reason mm-hmm. why Darren never got a ring. Yeah, as hard as ever tries. I'm gonna but that it. was, like I said, yes. when you got a comic book and the planet. Now, I wasn't too turned on by Angry Guy Gardner, only because I Guy Gardner's been angry since they introduced him back in 78. But this made, this him being angry here made sense. Yeah, he'd been him more mellow. But him being that so over sense. over angry towards the other lanterns. Every other every other Red Lantern has a certain amount of control. No, but Guy Gardner's got to be the wild man. You no, know? but the thing is, he had an actual reason for being But when he saw Kyle, he should have dropped it. Yeah, but he did break constant. But he did over override the ring for and then a split to kill second. Kyle. No, but he overrid it and told Kyle, he was trying to tell Kyle, you have to stop me. Remember that part? He did he tell Kyle, to you have to stop you. me. Other than you that, I like the issue overall. You can't, you can't, once you get the red, the red ring on, you can't take it off. Right. Unless you get a blue ring on. Right. That's and this was another case where the art was fantastic, the story was fantastic. I really enjoyed the book. Like I guess it was just a, I'm annoyed by Guard Gardner. I liked it better when he settled into his I'm just the hardcore warrior role. I got tired of that. They did that shit throughout the nineties of him being angry for no reason all no, the time. No, but it, it made sense. I, I thought they was gonna make him black in a for a minute. Angry. Wow. Okay, incorruptible <laughs> number th- number two. I put number three, but it's actually number two, right. which is a book I'm also enjoying. Now, what, one of the interesting parts is this guy's indestructibility kicks in an hour after he wakes up. Mm-hmm. So if he don't shave and shower and everything like that, he's stuck indestructible the way he is. I like Ooh, the way everyone's reacting to him because he was the biggest villain on the planet. Mm-hmm. He, and he's trying to turn because someone has to stop the um, plutonium. I think this is a very good book, and I think people need to focus on it more. You want to talk about Secret Warriors number 11? Yeah, I mean, this, this actually is a continuation of Nick Fury trying to get his act together after finding out um, how corrupted the, the whole uh, secret agency that he was running was. And this, this, is, this issue was a lot of setup, but I'm, I'm excited by the things that they're setting up in it. And, you know, just the whole idea of the Gorgon and getting a little piece of his background and 
finding out more about the setup with uh, the other branches that um, Nick Fury actually had uh, in play. And they're all starting to come together. It looks like things are really going to be nasty when it when But it my problem is, this book has been 11 issues of setup. Would you, could we get to something already? But the thing is, it shows you just how deep the actual problem is. But I could, they could do that in terms of getting on with whatever hell this is, this, this is going. It seems to be going to someplace, but for 11 issues of nothing but setup. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like the characters. I like the characterizations. I like the villains, too, especially making Hydra relevant. And now you know that, yeah. that took, like, what? 40 years for them yeah. to make them like mm-hmm. a real villains. But, God have mercy, come on. I want something just like the boys. Would something please happen? Well, with this you, one, you I, 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 I got a feeling they were trying to get somewhere. And I think they got derailed now because they, they probably had to shove the, the siege. You know, I'm get, I'm, that's another one I'm going to be renting. I'm getting sick of people saying the, the um, event, bullshit. The event, siege was planned a long time ago. Well, this book was made from, this book came out of, actually, came out of the event. The this, this was made because of what was, no, but I'm it was, saying that, it was that made because of what happened. My book got derailed because oh, of the well, event. I thought, didn't it come out, didn't it come out of Secret Invasion, though, or Civil War? Yes, Secret Invasion. Civil War. Yeah, yeah, but. No, it came out as part of Secret Invasion Secret slash, invasion. um. Mm-hmm. Uh, dark rain. But they knew where the book was. But the point is, Jonathan Hickman, when he talked about it, he knew this is where it was going to. This is what they're kind of aiming at, was, is what's coming up with the big seeds. So this is okay. because of that book. But like I said, I do like I, I, any Nick Fury. I don't care. I'll take, I like all Nick Fury. I like the black one. I like the original. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Any Nick Fury they can give me, I'm a Nick Fury hound. I love some Nick Fury comic mm-hmm. books. I want to have his babies. It's as simple as that. Well, I like oh. I like the character moment so much, the way that Hickman writes Nick Fury, that I've it, I, it hasn't bothered me that they ha- we haven't gotten to the big confrontation, which we know is going probably going to be who is going to take on Hammer's uh, soldiers. Pretty much, I think it's going to be Nick Fury's going to ride to the rescue. If they live through Asgard. It, yeah, well, <laughs> if they live through Asgard, I think he's going to come in with the cavalry and help out with, with Cap. Okay, now, Lori didn't have any comic books. Uh, Gabe, did hey. you have anyone you want to just, just uh, mention? No, it was just a slow week for me. Uh, okay. No, you skipped the out. news, too. Uh, well, you know what? Because we got us alone with the discussion. So uh, I wanted to try to get through this. This segment is not really supposed to be this long. Look at Lori <laughs> showing off her sweatpants. No, it's just that there's something in the news that I want to talk about. Oh, let me guess. The U.S. version of Torchwood. Yes. I think that's stupid, too. But what are you going to do? I, I I would be very curious to see what it actually looks like because there's no way near that they can do anything with Torchwood to make it even half of what it is on the BBC. I, have to agree. So I, don't, I don't know either. It's like Torchwood is grounded in Doctor Who continuity. I don't even know how they're gonna. I mean, what are they gonna do? Chosen the Earth, um, um, light America style. Um. I think it's a bad idea, but you know, don't go by me. So, but since we're talking about TV, who here watched Human Target? Oh yeah, I, did. Wow. Oh, yeah. I love it. I am That's sold. Great show. Mark yeah. Valley. I'm enjoying. Can just man. You know what? I'm shocked because I the first time I was introduced to him was on Boston Legal. And then he moved over to Fringe for a minute, and I'm like, okay, you know what, this guy, I think this guy, this guy has some range, but this Human Target, wow, talk about action that never quits. Yeah, yes. 
and flipping a, a jumbo jet. And Jackie Whoa. Hurley is scary. Oh, he yeah, has yeah, been yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. But he, we man. already knew he the man. He, I knew that since Bad News Bears. I so. loved them character moments with him when him when he told that guy what he was going to do to him. <laughs> yeah. Without <laughs> telling him what he was going to do to him. Not only am I going to kill you with your family there, because I do know your family. I, I basically know all your info. <laughs> So I, I'm gonna. I have you, so I'll part. be sitting at your table killing no, no, you. No, he said I'm gonna let you live so you can go see Joni because you right. need that little bit of time together before I get to you. Like he knew that whole. He just threw it out there. I know your family. I know your. I know everything about you already. Okay, and Chai McBride. Okay, now he's an action hero. <laughs> go Chai. <laughs> and he has that nice. I'm too old for this, and I'm mad at you for making me have to fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going out into the field anymore. Ever again. Yes, you are. Yeah, See, yeah. I knew I knew that show was serious when they uh, debuted the pilot episode. And he was, I was watching, I was reading the credits, and they were like, you know what? Um, we're going to get Simon West to direct the pilot. And that's a movie director. And he's done some big-time features. And I'm like, they must really mean business when they when they decide to get this together. I've watched the pilot episode. I haven't watched the, the next episode yet because I'm a little bit behind. That show is worth every single penny invested. Oh, yeah, that the- show is hot. I have to agree with Second Joy, episode yeah. is just as good, but I'm 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 worried though because they keep they're switching times. They're doing the time. What thing. time switch? Oh. They get to Wednesdays at nine o'clock. What channel? But that wasn't Fox, what first. It was it was Fox. they aired it at eight o'clock on no Tuesday. no nine no. o'clock on okay. Tuesday. The they, they, no, Sunday. they did not air. They, the pilot was Sunday. On they Sunday, they aired it on Tuesday. I know. And they made it clear that this is the pilot, and we're airing the introduction like they did with Twenty Four. Every Twenty Four is aired first. The first two hours on Sunday. If from the, they did that from the beginning, then it moves I, over to whatever time. I hope people follow it. Now, I just I, hope people I, follow it. Before we get to. The uh, I, every time I try to get out, they suck me back in. TV show. I want to mention Castle. Castle had an ongoing storyline that it it halfway wrapped up and it did it in a fucking excellent way. Oh, Anybody who dismisses Castle as procedural needs to watch the episode. What was it called? Uh, Sucker Punch. Because I don't consider it a procedural show. No. I think it, it, it's, it's a step above. Like, Burn Notice, I heard someone dismissing Burn Notice. I forgot who. I like that. But I'm like, no, that is not a procedural show. No, it's not. No, it's not. The castle is above your usual detective cop. It's it, it's not, it, it's a first cop show. It's not really about the mysteries. No, it's the it's cast. It's more about the cast, but it's this show. Did you watch the show? Yes. About this her mother. show was fucking awesome. Her mother, man. That's and the story. twists. It had two huge twists that, A, I did not see coming. No. Because I was sitting there watching, oh, uh, Smoking Aces and something else where I said, okay, this is going to happen, and it happened. But, no. If you are not watching Castle, you are missing a damn good show. And you still get more of it because it's not over. Now, let's get back to the, the show that I call every time I try to get out, they suck me back in. I tried not to watch 24. I tried. When the axe went in, the, when he when he axed the guy in the stomach, <laughs> that did it for me. I'm in. Did you watch the last part of the uh, end, end of the last two? Oh, yeah. When they got the FBI agent back in, because yes. she, she knew the Russians they're looking for. <sighs> First off, they ended what I thought was their main story, like in four episodes. Okay, yeah, 24 has never done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out that's not the main story. Yeah. So they introduced the uh, FBI agent, and then they got Jack. Well, I'm a little worried about her, so I'm going <laughs> to stay on this mission. <clears throat> and then they gave you a damn good reason to be worried about her. And I was like, okay, oh, wow, record yeah. all season. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm new to 24 this uh, this Sunday. Oh, you're you yeah. yeah, yeah, but you can I, jump on. I mean, it was, there's a no, little bag. Great, I saw the Sunday when it premiered. Sunday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You thought yeah. the plot I mean, was, was so easy to follow was, in the beginning. Yeah. They tricked you though. They thought, oh, yeah. this is a simple yeah. little plot. 
this is kind of you know for twenty four. This is what they're doing, and then they hit you with the with the yeah, last I part. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw. I watched it at the very beginning when the season when the series first started, and then I dropped it because I missed a few episodes. And at that point, I was like, "The hell with it! I'll catch it in box set." And I just haven't. And so I decided, all right, what the hell? I'm going to watch it on Sunday. I watched awesome. it. I was blown away. I mean, it was a few things I was like, okay, I got to get up to speed on. But they pulled you in with everything, and it was so sharp. The whole storyline was so... Listen, here's a plus, and I love my eye candy, but they got rid of Elijah Cuthbert in, in, in two episodes, so... <laughs> no more. Daughter wanders into every... Every term is something her father gets kidnapped. I hate mm. that. And that's one thing that does annoy me. The subplot of the... the this, listen, people, I work for the government. I know you think they're a joke. I know y'all watch the Democrats and Republicans. Y'all think, how serious can the government be? But you cannot have an alias identity and go working for a serious government agency that they built CTC, what's it called? CTU. CTU to be. No, it does not happen. You you don't know the name. You don't know the word vet until you try to join the FBI or the CIA or well, they them go easy. through your life. They go through yes. your toenails. So there is no way for this girl to have a pass yeah. with a motherfucker who is in jail. She yeah. used to know. I'm sorry, and they use that plot in season one and season mm-hmm. two. That's another reason why I'm tired of it. And. It, it, I, I was telling my aunt earlier this week, it gave me the same feeling of trying to watch, I know what you did last summer right after Buffy, and mm-hmm. seeing Sir Michelle Jella run away from the killer. You think, why don't you just throw on a black flip him? Stake his ass. What's your problem? I can't see uh, Katie Sackhoff be victimized. I can't be expecting her to do an elbow the dude, crunch his nuts, and then stuff him in, stuff him in a pipe somewhere. Yo, Starbucks, he, treat him like a Cylon. She's going to kill somebody. I'm telling you, she's going to kill somebody. She's going to kill him before it's over. I'm telling you. I, I know actors no. want to do different roles, but if you if you saw Jason Statham in a love story, you'd be like, well, when are you going to shoot somebody? What's up? <laughs> That's just wrong. I agree. Like, like The Rock in a tutu. It's just wrong. No. It's just wrong. No. But The Rock did play a gay guy, and he was very funny. He was He was funny. hilarious. He was funny. He was funny. But he yeah. was still a tough gay guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was the remember he, he was, was an his enforcer. bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, he was true. a bodyguard enforcer. <laughs> uh Better Off Ted. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna keep banging my t- fist. If you guys are not watching Better Off Ted, you are missing some oh. awesome comedy. I, I forget caught about it. it. I caught it for the I first keep forgetting time. It, it was hilarious. I told you, I'm like, better off I keep saying, watch that show you're missing. What channel that come on? Seven. It goes on 7 at 2 on Tuesdays at 7. I'm on a cable, seven. Bro, you know, 7, 5. Well, they got cable. <laughs> <laughs> they are cable channels now. What are you talking about? <laughs> White Collar is back. Yes. Okay. What did you think of the twist? Of the re- the rationale of him talking to the um, ex-girlfriend? I only made 15 minutes in. I had to watch it. So oh, okay. So I won't spoil it, but White Collar is back. Watch it. And as soon as more people get on to the main story. What channel is that? That's USA. TBS USA. or USA. 23. <laughs> no, 7, 16. 7, also, 16. Leverage had its second episode, Woo-hoo. and that was that was a good little... Yeah. It's like it's like watching The Sting or Ocean's Eleven, only Ocean's Eleven, only Willie acted. Yeah. <laughs> I like Ocean's Eleven, don't get me wrong, but let's face facts here. John Cheadle with um, a race accent? Really? <laughs> no, no, movie. but it's the funny part about Don Cheadle is that he makes up these little uh, sayings. <laughs> like, that's Magoo. It's like, what? <laughs> no, well, cool. Big glasses, can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Supernatural is back. I haven't seen that I yet. think you, that's, uh, that's USA um, too, isn't it? No, it that's, um, GBS? No, you, that's uh, Channel TNT? 11. What is that? Supernatural? No, you're talking about Leverage. No, leverage. Oh, Leverage. You said Leverage is TNT. 
TNT. Yeah, Le- Leverage TNT. TNT. Supernatural's back, and that was a pretty good episode, but I wanted to get on with the apocalypse crap. I don't care about the hunting monsters. You got Sagan. You got angels out there hunting. I mean, come on. Uh, get to the main story. You only got 16 more episodes. Fringe? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I like the outbreak episode, but... Uh. Put me to Fringe, I couldn't watch the whole episode. Well, I enjoyed it just because you, I mean you kind of knew they weren't going to let Peter die. Of course, you know. I, yeah, that's the problem. And also, they got this big story arc. That's, could you get back to it? Come yeah, on, that, already. That Shit. would be good. But I, I guess they figured they got enough time to stretch out the rest of the season. So they don't want to do a loss and have to do the last season. And mm-hmm. Burn Notice is back in a mm-hmm. big way, and of course, they found a way to keep everything in on track and yeah. keep him working, mm-hmm. helping the little guy, and, on and a nice little Cagney Lacey reunion. Oh shit! Oh. That was Lacey. Yeah, get they the fuck out of here! Wow, did she? He, she That's did not age well at age. all. Age, age, age. Yeah, but I, I, I like that. Some other show, and so you like. Yeah, I like that. Some other show, and you show. could see. Ooh, wow! No time. I, and I think the mother's a little naive on Michaels. I mean, she's a little hard on him, considering all things considered. Well, he said to her many times, "You like to change history to make it fit your, you know, your ideal." Because we, I didn't have a good childhood. I did everything I could. Hey, hey, Sean, do you catch burn notice? Yeah, I do. I'm behind on I'm behind on the series though. Um, actually, I'm probably like about a season behind. I love this show though. Yes. I love it. It's one of my favorites. That's um. Oh, what's the lead lead character? The lead actor's name? You know, I, I only mean, know him because he was in all those TV series that just didn't work. Yeah, he was also in that bad Blair Witch sequel too. Oh, that was him in, in, in the, Blair, the Blair Witch too, really? Yeah, he was in it. Yes, he was. Well, yes, he was. And he was also the dude that uh, Will Smith uh, threw on the table and almost beat him up in Hitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's that was him. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, no, he, man, her notice See, what, what is excellent. What you don't know is on, on weekend, Sean is actually IMDb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. S- Sidetrack? Jets 14-6? Yes. I know we're watching yes. it over here. Okay, yeah. all right, enough with the sidetrack. I want to mention Legend of the Seeker in this term. I know no one watches it but me. No, I am no, so my, glad. My wife watches Legend of the Seeker. But tell so, your wife, see, be women glad, because like I enjoy it <laughs> for what it is. But I have begun to read the Sword of Truth books. It's like when I watched Dresden Files, and I really enjoyed it, but then I read the Harry Dresden books, and I was so glad I saw the series before I read the Harry Dresden books. Now I'm beyond where this Legend of Seeker is in terms of the Sword of Truth books, and now it's beginning to affect my watching of it. Because now I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't happen in the book. Wait a minute, why are they going so far back with that? The books are so... It, it, uh, the Sword of Truth series is like if... It's, it's, it's like if the people who produced Conan wrote Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. The Lord of the Rings is very violent, but it has a certain f- fantastic... You know, well, not fairy tale like, but well, you read the books. You, you read the book; it doesn't give you that bloody. You know, there's wars, but it doesn't give you that bloody, bloody feeling. Whereas the Sword of Truth series, they don't back down from the blood, from the carnage. They don't back down. They, 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 they talk about armies going into convents and describe the rape of every single woman. Wow! And how they describe it is when someone comes behind them to see what they did. Damn. So, and the, this guy Richard Rawl in the book is nothing. He's no lightweight in this, in the in this book. In this one, he's you know he's the hero, the TV hero, and, and they got a good cast in that show. But boy, if you love Virgin of the Seeker, watch it through. But read those books. The books are something the hell else. And I, I think, think that's why have I a new category. Huh? Dumb it down, TV. It should be um, topics for the love of Ray J. 
<laughs> Let's talk about Pep and tough love. Oh, you know oh. what? You know what? I am so putting that in. Yes. Next week, new topic, Dumb It Down TV. Wow. <laughs> you know, one of us had said that. We'd have got our mothers would have been called whores and <laughs> you would have yelled at us. Well, us. Family has its privilege. Yeah. yeah. Damn. She pulled the family car? <laughs> yeah, Basically, yeah. yeah. And I can't, that, call, I can't call her mother a whore. She's bigger than me. <laughs> she, was, she was kick my ass. Well, I have some suggestions for the show that I'm going to give yeah, you. Yeah, you know what? Down. On that note, we went. One thing. Uh, I, I watched Spartacus. <laughs> on a recommendation of Lori Thomas from last week. Who hasn't Laurie, seen it yet? <laughs> you owe me 40 minutes of my life. <laughs> I just didn't see that as a good... I looked, I was like, yeah. I peeked at it, but... Laurie, you owe me 40 minutes. Is this a new Spartacus? Yes. 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 Oh, okay, okay. It it looks like it's trying to turn Lord Vincent. It's got Lucy Lawless in it. That's like the big thing. And she plays Spartacus. We didn't say our top five movies. Not yet. Our topic is coming up next. I'm trying to end this segment. All right, all right, all right, all right. We went too far in this segment now. We'll, we'll blame it on Sean in the show notes. <laughs> Always blame black people for everything. And he is your cousin. You know what's funny? <laughs> on that note, let's move on. Let's move on to the topic. This is Tim in Tokyo inviting you to join us every Monday for Deconstructing Comics podcast. Whether you're developing your own comics creation skills or you're simply a lover of the comics medium, you'll enjoy our mix of interviews, reviews of comics from all genres, and discussions that explore all aspects of creating, publishing, and distributing comics. In addition to American comics, we cover books and creators from here in Japan and around the world. Listen at deconstructingcomics.com or find us on iTunes. This is Tim. Hope to see you soon at Deconstructing Comics. And now the topic part of our show, and we can uh, credit my aunt for this topic. So if or, it blame sucks, or blame him. <laughs> if, if it was good, it was all our contributing factors. Yeah, right. We all helped them, right? We all contributed mm-hmm. to this. Thank Don't you. give me that look. Dum, dum, <laughs> dum, 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 dum. <laughs> so we want to talk about we want to talk about a list of some of our favorite geeky well, I don't know what you call it geeky thing, we just say favorite things. Because some of us in here aren't geeks. You know, I myself am, you know, more than that. Oh, I got to add hand jobs to my list then. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> From pre-op transgender trannies. <laughs> Whatever. What the hell? Whatever. Wow. <laughs> you, you said it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> you said it like you... it was a post on, um, what's that, what's some ad, what's that Craigslist? Like? <laughs> <laughs> he said it like he's bored of you. <laughs> hmm. As long as they use lotion, it doesn't matter. So since you created, <laughs> since you created this topic, uh, you can start with the first part. Okay, uh, top five movies. Uh, this was a little difficult because we didn't have categories, and you know, I told you to make some categories. Fixer and I, uh, over the years, have discussed what our favorite movies were, and we found we were in trouble because 
We couldn't yeah, come we up with a, before that conversation. <laughs> I know the fact that y'all sat down and discussed this over years. <laughs> Where is this relationship trouble. going? There's trouble brewing. <laughs> that was the first problem. Was this pillow talk or every, was it just? Wow. Hey, listen. Every good relationship has communication. So shut up. <laughs> You're right about that. Uh, and, uh-huh. and often I have to tell her twice. <laughs> so okay. you better watch out. Your wife's been working out. Oh, you scared me. Like, hey, you got quiet like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh. Sorry, oh, dear. <laughs> but go ahead. What's the first one? First okay. top five movies. Well, I have uh, the first Terminator movie, Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Wait a minute. Purple wait a minute. Rain. How do you put yes. those two together? Okay, you listen. This is not to put them together. These Wasn't that Glee? My favorite okay. movie. And they put me okay. down for Thelma and Louise. Wait, time out, time out, time out. There's certain things that... When you mix them together, produce something you may not have expected. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you, can't, you can't fly to Vegas to watch Bodybuilder. <laughs> right. Be scared of HR Puffin stuff. <laughs> and say that Purple Rain is one of your favorite movies. <laughs> that combination, that combination does not, and we're spandex to the podcast. We can't. That combination, that combination does not bode well. You know where it bodes well? He's trying to get back on Oprah's good side. <laughs> Well, after, yeah, was, ooh, was after the defixer almost got us terminated by, mm, <laughs> yeah. and I don't mean the show terminated. She almost had us terminated. Mm-mm. Picking on Oprah, son of a bitch. There's an Oprah post at the corner because of Uma. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway, I apologize. Moving on. That's my show. Star Wars, The Matrix. Now I had a, a few that could have been into a swap for that. Into the Dragon, Die Hard. And believe it or not, Mortal Kombat. Well, why somebody had like that movie? It was him and four other people. Yeah. 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 I told yeah. you, and I would have been sold on Mortal Kombat. How do you have a fighting movie with no end fight? I still can't, that boggles me. No fight at the end. They have philosophy. But it had Christopher Nolan beer. But the fights up until that, actually, you know what? Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking yeah, about it. Only be one. And then right? the fights, Raiden, um, yes, the fights up until yeah. that were great, but yeah. then no end fight. And that's like, I mean, even a schlocky uh, Channel Five uh, uh, kung fu movie is always an end fight. Well, you should have put that one. Okay. Did you mention that one? You have to put yeah, happy ending on your list no. to get the happy ending. Into the dragon. Into the dragon was awesome. Yeah, definitely. So there, it, there was a few that could have uh, replaced some of the other ones on the list. Let's see, my top five movies would be uh, Terminator, I have to agree with that, because Terminator is one I come back to. And I'll put them as movies that, no matter what point I turn to it on cable, Mm -hmm. I can keep, uh, I'll keep watching it all the way through. Iron Man also has made my top five list. I can watch that movie a thousand times and enjoy it every single time. Hmm. I get nothing new from it, but I still can enjoy it. I mean, with Terminator, come on, we, I think everybody here can pretty much lip sync with Terminator. Yeah. Didn't we? <laughs> so, I mean, no. We, we try not to admit it. Sean, me and my honor yes. so bad. We we Terminator came on the Spanish channel and we sat Tell and watched mundo. it. <laughs> That's some dedication, right? Yes. <laughs> not like we had to turn the sound up or anything. The Chronicles of Riddick, I would also say, is one of my top five movies because I absolutely love that movie and I disagree mm. with every criticism there was out there of it. Wow, you Chronicles like Riddick was dope. Um, Pitch Black? Yes, way more than Pitch Black. I mean, really? I love Pitch yeah. Black, and Led, but Chronicles of Riddick was just epic. Wow. Matrix, I have to agree with you there. The, the, the first Matrix, this, you, that's that, I call that, now the Matrix effect, because that's another mm-hmm. movie that no matter what part to it you turn, you'd be like, 
And you could have just watched it on another, um, I, I, you got the six HBOs. Come on, HBO B. You turn to HBO 8 and it's on and you're like, <laughs> okay. watching it again. Mm-hmm. Let's see, uh, what top five? Star Wars, absolutely, because I wouldn't be a geek without saying Star Wars. Um, and I would have to say Star Trek First Contact. It's always been really? one of my top five movies. See, oh, that's I that's straight up action sci-fi, right there. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say Wrath of Khan, but you Which, know my list was getting too long. Wrath of Khan, yeah. classic without a doubt. But first contract was just first contact was just first off used the Borg and in a in a different way, which is mm, unusual. Yeah, it was first introduction of the Borg Queen. Right, the, the John Luke Picard and that the Picard's crew first movie, and it was just more exciting than most of the Star Treks up until the new Star Trek movie. Because Generations was shit. The new oh, five now. Oh, oh Generations two. Don't yeah. remind me, Generations, because after that would be Wrath of Khan, and after that would be Undiscovered Country, which I think is too underrated. I think mm. Undiscovered Country. First of all, it moved the story forward. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it bridged that gap between regular Star Trek and Next Generation of where the Klingons, when we yeah. finally had that peace with the Klingons. Yeah, because of practice being blown Why up. do some have crackheads and other ones just have pointy? No, they didn't get to that yet. No. So, uh, did I get to well, five? Well, that why five is that Mr. Me? Star Trek? A virus. You was that five for me? Was that five? Yes. Okay, at least. Yeah. Let's see what I, else go. You know, I got to say that, because uh, all the movies you're picking, uh, the, y'all have picked some really good movies. And uh, even as, as I make the joke about Purple Rain, it is actually one of my favorite movies. Best part of Purple Rain is when Jerome threw that woman in the dumpster. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. That oh. was pretty good, but I thought when Apollonia, Apollonia took her clothes off, yes. I thought that yes. was the that best was part. The oh, no, 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 that's wonderful, too. No, I'm <laughs> sorry. I think every scene with Morris Day in it, I am shocked he didn't get more shit, because that man because my favorite line for the rest of my life is like, you got lips that make a lot of people, oh, so happy. I love that line. He, he said it with such expression. Uh, How many times do you reuse that? <laughs> <laughs> I had a Only once time. with you, honey. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I've heard that. <laughs> what did you, you say? A dollar. What did you say if you had a dollar for every time a guy said that to you? Well, um, no, but okay, so... But uh, Snatch has to go up there as one of my oh, top. Wow. Snatch. I, I, can't I love you, Snatch, yeah. too. Has See, to go and this is the way you top. get into the problem. Love yeah, yeah. Movies and that's what it is. And it's, it's like some movies don't even take precedence. Oh, like, right. uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's one, I have watched that movie so many times. It's like I, I went to see Spamalot, and I knew it, I knew all the lines word for word. Well, you can yeah. say that about Airplane, too. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, you know, I know, 20, and the joke, yeah. and I still laugh. I watch Airplane, USA, or is it TBS? TBS tends to show a movie like on Friday, Saturday afternoon, Sunday evening. Like you, every time you turn on TBS, you would see the same movie that started on Friday. And yeah. they, they did that with Airplane. And I watched every single time it was showed, I watched it and cracked up like I just watched it for the first time. Wow. Um, but, of, of course, Star Trek. I'm, I'm a big st- fan of all the Star Trek movies, even the bad ones. The first one? Yeah, the first one I liked. I, I, I remember, you know what it is? It's bad. nostalgia. I remember going to the movies yeah. and seeing it. So, um, I, I'm, I, you know, like I said, the list is endless. There's so many things. Equilibrium, though. Oh. I cannot be excluded from the list. Equal yeah. is yeah, one of the top movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to be a grammaton cleric when I grow up. <laughs> well, when people were asking Christian Bale for Batman, I kept saying, "Go watch Equilibrium." Yeah. yeah. My turn. Your turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, here we got Beaches. I'm aroused by right. that. I don't no. know why. We have. Um... I sing the body electric. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fame is a good movie. <laughs> And when they made Coco take off her shirt, it was so heartbreaking. I cried with her. Same. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I went to the movies to see that. Yeah, I yeah. cried too hard on and on. Okay, so I have a list, guys. Okay, so I came up with Dead Presidents, mm-hmm. True Romance. Oh, that's a yeah, that was a true good romance. That's, that's a good one. one. That's a classic. Yeah. Yes, over uh, and over again. Kill Bill one and two. That's one movie. Um, <laughs> Coming to America. No, 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 it was one movie. Yeah, yeah, that's one movie. Coming to America. Oh, oh, how wow. can we forget that? Damn. Come on, one, two. Is that my five? Well, I have another one. I have another two. I put Usual Suspects and oh. um, Fight Club. Ooh, yeah, you oh, okay. Oh, wow. You know what? I can't, I'm not disagreeing with almost anything that's with the it. exception of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> of what? Purple Rain. And, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I like Purple Rain. But, uh, okay, so then I have my... I know my, you were singing it with me in the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, just for that, I'm adding Thelma and Louise. Later for y'all. <laughs> no, bring it on. <laughs> you know you love that movie. For all my ladies that listen... I oh, have what happens in Vegas already. stays in Vegas, right? What happens in Vegas, however you say that. Is that with, um, what's with Ashton name? Kutcher? Yes. Actually, that was Chick a funny flick. movie because I yes. watched it the other day. It was actually um, funny. Um, bring it on. Mm-hmm. Thank like you. That. Thank you. That's, that's traveling pants. Favorite movie. Um, <laughs> she goes, going in a traveling pants. just not that into you. I like oh, that one. Um, what else? He's just not that into you. I just saw It's Complicated. It's great. And Nine and a Half Cock Blockers. Two Whoa. inches on <laughs> You know, my oh, niece had that for me. You know, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. so, 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 to put it in perspective, wait a minute. Punky Blue Girl's my niece. And, you know, she was reading her list, and, and as happens every single time, she pulled me in, and I got closer and closer, and she slapped me in the face. <laughs> However. <laughs> Can you wipe the ball juice off my feet? <laughs> but wait a minute, wait a minute. We didn't know we could go into those kind of territory. We, we got we I, we, if I no, no, no. It was a joke. I like to amend my list. No, no, no. No, no porn. You can't. With we this can't crowd, no porn. This, is, this crowd, it'll be a four-hour podcast. This is, I, I, this is not Raging Bullets. I got titles today. I, I was going to say, you can't compete with Daryl. When, when you start talking about porn, you've given the show over to Daryl. <laughs> Coming to Discount Comic Book Service this April, Oceanverse number three. Oceanverse chronicles the adventures of pulp hero Clayton Hemmings and his hand-picked crew aboard the Red Herring, a submarine in search of the mysteries of the sea. Oceanverse number three contains two fun stories and one exciting book. Red Herring pilot B.R. Cooper has a ghostly encounter in the air, leading to a fateful race under the sea. Then, the Herring gets a few unexpected visitors. Will tentacles and evil coral spell the end for our crew? Written and illustrated by Michael Schwartz, Oceanverse number three also contains a pinup by Katie Cook. 24 pages of crisp black and white art. Oceanverse number three's regular price is $3.50, but on DCBS this month, you can get it for $2.27. That's 35% off. Missed out on Oceanverse number one and number two? No problem. They're both on DCBS this month. Number one is $1.95, and number two is $2.27. Place your order this month, April 2010, on DCBService.com. Oceanverse, a universe of adventure under the sea. Now, when it comes to coming to America, the, the one thing I remember most is the barbershop where the old man was like, 
Now you know you ain't never met no Martin Luther the King. Right. <laughs> but coming to America is one of those things is you can't pick a scene that no. does not have you laughing yeah. or your yeah, the your bar scene uh, when they're in the club and he's oh all of the God. different women. <laughs> In city, oh, like um, Forty Eight Hours is another one that I like too. Like that, I like. Are you I'm, doing your list now? Uh, a, yeah, my you list. You talking? You better make your list. Okay, my list. The first and foremost is uh, the new Star Trek movie. Uh, West got killed. The second one is the old Star Trek movie. <laughs> yeah, you know. The third one is the documentary on both the Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> like the making of. Okay, like, the second wait, wait, one. The third one is how William. The Chan second one the is world. the Star Trek Wrath of Khan because that is a classic. That I love that movie. Dark Knight is one that I have watched. Not as much as Star Trek, but I have watched it about a hundred million times. Dark Knight is so well acted. It's it is just, it there's is, not a scene that I don't like in that yeah, movie. Yeah, you can't say anything. No one was over the top. Even the criminals, you get, it's just like Christopher Nolan knows what the hell he's doing. Yes. It's as simple as that. Uh, Iron Man is another one where oh, I, I like every single character in the movie. It flowed well. It didn't. It wasn't a well, slow movie. I think they should movie. change Rhodey, though. They should go to the actor. I, well, yeah, I thought, yeah, get rid of that guy. <laughs> um, but I thought he I moved the story along. <laughs> <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Too. Out of Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back is, an, is one that's my favorite. You out, know, out of I would like to get some Star Wars, because a lot of Star Wars people said it, and I would like to have a debate on that. I, to update my Facebook. I, I seriously yeah. disagree with that Empire yeah. Strikes Back was the best Star Wars. To me. No, no, no. I'm just saying I uh, disagree with it. But a lot of people say that. What do you think was the best Star Wars? Star Wars. <laughs> uh, oh, Empire Strikes Back was two. Yeah. Star Wars was the best Star Wars. Actually, I mean, I, yeah. I believe that. Well, it was a, it was no, the. Episode one was the best Star Wars. It was the <laughs> open up the world. It shows you the best world. <laughs> you're, an, you're an asshole. It opened up what the world to. Now, I'm not going to debate it now. I'm just saying that is something I like to do. I like to get the Star Wars people together and debate that which is the better Star Wars, Star Wars or Everybody Strikes Back. Because, like I said, the consensus, and I, I, no one can disagree that the consensus is Empire Strikes Back. And I've always disagreed that, so I'd like to find someone hardcore on that, and I can um, I can show them how they're wrong. The hey, Umar, uh, Umar, will you be at uh, the CGS Super Show? I can't, no. Okay, because if, if you, if I'm about to say, if you could, I would like to have that debate with you, sir. Oh, absolutely. Uh-oh. Oh, if I uh oh, throw it, throw it on the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> the gauntlet has is that Mitchellner? You know, there's another movie. Well, there's another movie that I like that I could watch. It's a silly one, but I could watch it over and over again. Demolition Man. I could watch that damn movie. I could watch it. So you time the gay action movie. Wesley Snipes with the Dennis Rodman haircut. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. I the could watch the homage. Sandra Bullock when she was just getting, you know, really getting started. All uh, restaurants are Taco Bell. Okay, I love all right. That movie. Stop for a second. The Fixers Hunter is not responsible for how far the intellectual um, aptitude of this podcast has just gone down by some motherfucker named Demolition Man as one of his favorite movies. <laughs> we, didn't, I didn't, we didn't say it had to be good. We just said, what's your favorite? <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was about to say Dolomite, but I didn't. <laughs> Out of respect for the show. Tell me if it's not on my list. <laughs> Dolomite. I was going to say that. Dolomite. I was going to say no. Because I always want to say way down in the jungle. <laughs> Ah, I should have said Cotton Comes to Harlem and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie, too. Cotton that is a good movie. movie. So, so I'm going to ask about putting down Black Dracula? Black Dracula? You just mean Blackula? Just, <laughs> just when you get credit. <laughs> you fucking all my black credit. Okay, Cotton okay. Comes to Harlem. That's another good one. Yeah. Rage in Harlem. 
You stopping. I'm, I'm done. I'm done before she throws something else out This girl named Tamika in Harlem? Okay, my, my five. Well, I don't get okay, these are in, in no particular order. First one is Romancing the Stone. I can't disagree with that because that's... I took years to watch that. He, my aunt kept telling me, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. And then finally I watched it. I was like, shit, I should have watched this one time. It is and a good movie. And, and, stuff. <laughs> and the sequel, okay, Romancing no, the Bone. That's one of my oh, favorite movies of all time. Second favorite movie is the sequel, Jewel of the Nile. I just love the whole cast and characters. So those are my two favorite movies. Third favorite movie is A New Hope. Uh, Star Wars. Excuse me. See, this is one of the things I need to correct. It's called Star Wars. It's called A New Hope. No, it's not. It was New Hope was tacked onto it when he created those stupid sequels. Prequels. It's called Star Wars. It's called New Hope. Don't make me come down to California. Okay. Fourth favorite movie. That would require you leaving uh, the house. Clerks. (laughs) (laughs) Fourth favorite movie is Clerks. Oh, yeah. Good okay. choice. Good choice. No. And then my fifth favorite movie of all time oh, is Dogma. Ah, oh, thank you. I just nice. said it in the store. Dogma. Yeah. I love Dogma. One wow. of my fa- You know, that's one of the reasons I listen to Kevin Smith. Bullshit. But, I mean, it's just, it sounds good. If Kevin, if you listen, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> who is it? Carrie Fisher as a nun? Well, that's oh, the road. No, that's road. That's Jay, <laughs> you know the book? That's Jay and Solid Bob. That's Jay and Solid Bob. Oh, that's right. You are right. right. You are oh, right. That could have been right. added to the list. Right. Too. We missed the okay, fix's um, um, favorite, Soul I, Plane. <laughs> oh. Well, he has a poster of Monique back there. <laughs> oh, damn. Soul Plane. Harry likes it. Civil rights movement back 25 years. What'd you say, Sean? I said Soul Plane, the movie that set the civil rights movement back 25 years. <laughs> Soul Plane, that movie that had black people back in, could you put us back in slavery shit? Mm. We wasn't ready. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know, we could have added the Blues Brothers to that. I agree, but hold on. We need uh, Gabe's list, and then we'll do our the guest of honor. Right, Lori forgot who Gabe was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Maggie skipped over me. All right. I'm going to have to ask some stuff here that makes no sense. Uh, and by the way, English-speaking movies, please. Okay, if I make it, have you heard of the people who have dolly in pelucas? Yes, but that was... One of the ones that you can't sing much, but I can sing a lot. Why do we get so, such a kick out of game talking Spanish? I don't know. We just got racist bastards. <laughs> oh, we really get a kick out of it. Come on, monkey, dance for us. She's <laughs> speaking fast, right? <laughs> do it, do it. Wait, wait, wait. Grab the back of my head while you're speaking. Whoa. <laughs> you want me to call you Papi Chulo, too? <laughs> Hey, mommy, venga, venga, cógelo. Okay, all right, for real. What's your movie? Oh, oh. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm in class. Everybody just be quiet, please. I'm, I'm not going to talk over people right now. Y'all, I'm not going to talk over people. Leave him alone. <laughs> all right, and I got them in no particular. The way I did it is, which movies do I have I watched more than ten times, and which movies would I watch no matter what part of the movie it is when I see it on cable? Dark Knight. Akira. Oh, wow. I wow. Yeah, yeah. Akira. Akira. It's like a cartoon. Yeah, uh, it is a cartoon. No, because it's I have to argue. If I say cartoon, I have to argue with the anime fans. Oh, no, she's yeah. not here anymore. Remember, she, 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 she got tweeted. No, because I have to argue with the anime fans. Oh, no, she's not here anymore. Remember, she got tweeted. I was using it on Facebook yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 <
<laughs> for a job you don't get paid for. <laughs> and we were all checking Twitter. <laughs> like, damn, he, he went crazy. Mm-mm. All right, uh, clerks. Mm-hmm. All right, Citizen Kane. Hmm? Oh. Wow, he went classic. Wow. Go, you yeah. go. I can I can sit down and watch Citizen Kane. I've, you don't know Teddy Penn. I've seen I've seen Citizen Kane like maybe seven, eight times. I can rewatch that any day of the week. Uh, Cloverfield, which I you know I I, 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 I hate that people underrate that movie. It's yeah. completely that movie underrated. is but, well done. I went crazy on the podcast when I reviewed it. No, 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 yeah. no. I was talking about podcasters. They put no, it down like. Yeah, but a, a number of people have questioned whether it's really, and I'm like, this is one of the best movies ever. Fucking, it's so no, it's such a. Anyway, it, go ahead. It's such a movie that's so different than everything yeah, right. else. Right, it, it just breaks all the molds. Yeah. Yeah. And what cracks me up is you, it's a bunch of people who want different, and then when different comes, they put the fuck down. Yeah. And my uh, What the Fuck movie would be, uh, it would be between Nick and Norris Infinite Playlist and High Fidelity. Now, High Fidelity, I think it's a classic. Yeah. yeah. yeah Nick classic. and Nora was trying too hard, to, from, in my opinion. Just uh, trying. Enjoyed- wasn't, wasn't John Cena in that movie? He was playing John Cena again. Yeah. No, that was good. Summerland was one they were trying too hard. Summerland. Oh, yeah, five hundred. No, 500- Summerland. Summer. It was okay. another one with the girl from the from Twilight was in that <laughs> movie. That guy. But oh, you yeah. know what? What should have made the list? One of the main um, surprise movies for me was The Mist. I, I've yet to watch that movie through. Oh, you have got to see it. It's I mean, good. It, it, <clears> oh. <throat> That's with Thomas Jane, right? I, yeah, well, yeah. I've heard it's what every horror movie should be about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, if you love, I know you love H.P. Lovecraft. It's a, it's a Lovecraft. It is, exactly. Well, it's, I know it's, the, it's um, like, almost like Lovecraft wrote it. Yeah. Well, yeah. well particularly see, because of the Lovecraftian. Well, um, yeah, um the short story book that Stephen King had that in is a group of stories I've read a hundred times, so. <laughs> You really have to go for it. And Stephen King has the distinction of having everything he's written put into movie form and 90% of it being shit. Even that napkin he did. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> he writes his name, Stephen King. Uh, Siffy is putting, making a movie about it right now. Napkin? Yes. <laughs> the napkin. There's no napkin. Don't let it wipe your face. <laughs> no, that's your heads. <laughs> but, I, but I have to see this movie, so. Yeah. Okay, uh, Sean, I guess now it's on you. What's your list? All right, cool. Uh, top five movies. Uh, number five is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, oh, number, yeah. number number four is the John Woo classic featuring Chow Yun Fat, Hard Boiled. Yes. Uh, uh, wait, uh, is that uh, Hard Boiled? No, Hard Boiled. Hard boiled. Is, that's the one where he, he gets blind, right? Yeah. No, 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 no that's the killer. No, no, the killer is the one where he gets blinded. Hard Boiled is when he's the cop. Right. Who yes. quote unquote goes uh, rogue? <laughs> okay, no, but I always get that one confused with another one. He gets somebody blinded by mistake. Go right on that. And uh, number three is The Godfather. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I forgot you know what? Fellas. Wow. You know yeah. what? Uh, yeah, I've, never I've never seen any of the Godfather movies. You need what? to watch the Godfathers. You? And don't don't oh, be proud okay. of that though. I'm not proud of no. it. No, no. What I'm saying is they're wow. not only good movies in your kind of movies. Trust me, you will yeah. love one yeah. and two. Don't watch three. These are classic. I mean, it's it's a gangster movie. I mean. The Legs Diamond, the, the, the anyway. But well, now, at least you can enjoy watching them now. Okay, the don't time. forget, Godfall is not only a gangster movie, it changed gangster mm-hmm. movies up until Scarface. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because everybody had to be like the Godfather. As a matter of yeah. fact, they are still, still intending to get the Godfather. Yeah, just like Boys in the Hood changed films. <laughs> just like Don't Be a Man Since I Sent You with Drinking Your Juice in the Hood changed oh, the epic comedy movie for ages to come alright let's those see that don't, don't, don't show go ahead he's number four uh, okay. let's see okay number three was Godfather number two Enter the Dragon yes, yes. that was on and number one The Empire Strikes Back See, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna. I decided. Let's 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 get on the um, CJ's message board and tell them we're going. I'm going to show up there. We're having this debate. You gonna show up? (laughs) 
I want to have this debate. He says that today. Let's get ready to rumble. All right, Sean. I'm throwing. I am throwing down the um, stormtrooper gauntlet. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing the sweatpants down. Sweatpants on the ground. Look at that! Sweatpants on the ground. And by sweatpants, yelling and screaming. Last time I heard that, we had a clean up screen. Okay, all right, right. That's the next list. He starts going crazy. Top four comic titles. Now, just easy titles. Titles. Well, if you have particular, if you have particular books, then that's fine. I thought it would just be a little difficult for some people to narrow down to one issue or something like that. So, if you have a title that you, I did some miniseries. I did basically miniseries. This is easy for me. This is easy for me. Number one, Watchmen. Number two, Watchmen. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, Watchmen. Watchmen. The foreign hardcover edition. The Watchmen reading from the back to the front. But no, without a doubt, no. Without a doubt, the greatest comic book, and and I would debate that with anybody too, is Watchmen. Period. Akira. Number two, um, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Oh wow. Absolutely, hands down, it, groundbreaking, totally changed everything mm. in comic books. Number three would be Hulk, because I'm a Hulk fan. Which Hulk, though? All right. Hulks. But Peter David's Hulk Even was the one. best Hulk written <laughs> out there. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But Hulk is, I just like the idea of the Hulk. I like everything about the Hulk. So, mm. And uh, number four would be Miracle Man. Alan Moore's Miracle wow. Man. Wow. Absolutely. You mean the century. no we're talking about well-written books and characters but no you can't i I can't wait for them to really collect that because it makes a good novel a good graphic novel it is just one of the awesome books i've reread that book a thousand once disney kills enough people they should be able to put that out like they want to (laughs) yeah it's gonna happen Mm. okay i i I just want to get mine off because y'all probably pretty much knew what mine's gonna be anyway so yeah good idea okay so my since you Hey, well, <clears throat> Iron Man. The, well, surprise? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I have, um, believe it or not, Alpha Flight, number 12. The, I'm talking like the, the beginning of this series. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah, 1 good through stuff. 12, that was brown, groundbreaking in terms of the introduction to all these new characters and just the way they no. They were in X-Men like four times. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What what was his name when he was in X-Men? Uh, was it 103? Major Maple Leaf. Ma- Major yeah. Maple Leaf. <laughs> really? Yes. 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 That was his yes. name. Major yes. Maple Leaf. Major they Maple made fun Leaf. of that name, too, uh, in, yeah. the, in the book. Yeah, but I mean, number 12 just wrapped it up with a bow for me. I mean, just we were shocked at, that they were actually yeah, they by, had 12, the balls. It, by 12, it actually became a team book. Yeah, because yeah, there was no team. <laughs> yeah, well, they gathered them slowly, and it, it pulled it together nicely. So I thought that was great. Uh, Iron Man, of course, that was what my first superhero comic mm-hmm. ever. And so he's been my favorite character ever since. And so I love this series. Even when they killed him off, made him a, a little boy again, and uh, you know did everything else that they did. And right oh, now yeah. what they're doing to redeem him and bring him back, I'm loving it. Uh, next, I got X-Men. Of course. Jeez, no now, kidding. my favorite segments of that, Proteus Saga, the Dark Phoenix Saga. That's those. Are I'm two glad of my you're favorites. not a typical fanboy about that. But look, Proteus is my all-time favorite. I love that. Who was that writer that was an expert that pretty much everyone agreed, even Marvel agreed, were pretty bad? What's his name? Austin. Austin. Oh. Yeah. He. You look at the only person who was the entire Steve Austin who made me buy the entire Austin run. <laughs> oh, I have it too in single issue. 
Sadly. Yeah, yeah that's what we got. Actually, and I heard you go to the library. I put it on yeah. eBay. They paid me to take it off. Wow. And last one, The Avengers. Just love that book. It's had its ups and downs throughout yeah. the years. But primarily, it's All right, who's good... playing music in my... Simmons <laughs> being pink over there. Damn it! <laughs> okay, so that that's my uh, top four t- titles. Okay, next up, you want to go, Gabe? Go. All right. Yeah, let me do this before everybody takes my picks. Which <laughs> almost never happens in my comic books. No. Nah. Nah. Uh, first one off, uh, love this. Love Dorian Cook, New Frontier. You know, that would have been one of my other ones for the four I already picked because New Frontier was freaking awesome. That it is was. one of the best. Yeah. Sec- it's like the third best written comic series ever. I saw, after Watchmen, 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 Watchmen. Nothing Watchmen. beats, in my opinion, nothing beats Watchmen. Watchmen. Okay. Even even alternate even alternate future Watchmen doesn't beat Watchmen. Okay. <laughs> um, I caught up. The, I caught onto this late. Picking up in the omnibus form. Starman. Oh, that okay. was oh, some yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I'm so glad they collected those finally. I'm glad that up new generations get to experience that book. All right. Uh, you know what Starman is? Before you get, it's another thing where I have to say, people, the '90s did not suck. Starman is proof. That's true. Yep. Something I caught on in the 30s and I read all the way up to the end, Ultimate Spider-Man. I love Ultimate Spider-Man. I, I don't know. I know people, you know. I can't wait till they do the movie. <laughs> oh, no. That's what they're going to do. Come I know. On. I know this was coming. And the one that got me in back into comics, of course, Identity Crisis. Hmm. Well, there had to be one. Hey. Now. Hey. All right. Well, X Men has been. I've been collecting that since the '90s, and I never stopped uh, buying that book. I love it. Um, and the other one is uh, Starman. That's one where I wasn't buying it when it was coming out, but after I started rebuying, getting the trades, I come to love that that series. Uh, Avengers. Always loved the Avengers. Always collected the Avengers, no matter how good or bad it got. Um, JLA, the Morrison JLA. Love that. I can reread that. Which is coming out now in hardcovers. Yeah, I can reread that over and over and over again. And Cap by Brubaker has just been Hmm. some of the the best Cap stories that I've read in a long time. Okay. Even though he's like nine and a half in books. No, but no, no, no. If you can, if you can dive in a in a in a dollar bin or a quarter bin, Mm. I think it'd be dollar bins for this one. And get some of the Michelini ha- ha- caps from the 80s and 90s. I have. That was some good some stuff. Good. And Wade, yeah, really stuff. I have that. I have Wade, but the be- I think the the best... The best one is Brubaker. Okay. It has been Brubaker. Yeah, I actually have... I, I went to my long box not that long ago, and I found my Wolverine cap. My werewolf cap. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Cap Wolf? Cap Wolf. That's his name. I remember now. Cat Wolf. Okay. At least you didn't do the one where he was on drugs. Cap was on drugs? The ice. The, 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 no! Uh, oh, when he took the drugs to try to enhance his power because he was losing his No, no, no. Yeah. The ice, when they were trying to get this drug called ice off the streets, Daredevil was in it with him. He got hit with the drug, and he got, he was, um, he, he was still Cap, but he was actually addicted to the ice. It was, it was a, it was a summer run. Mm. Had the Black Widow in it, too. Mm. And you know that, that Miller run on Daredevil was pretty epic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Miller run on oh. Daredevil was Oh, yeah, phew. yeah. That's only because he on that omnibus, get and, it. and back then because he was doing shit nobody was doing back mm-hmm. then and he and he didn't have a name that exactly how he mm-hmm. gave name what's his name Jim Shooter put him on there mm-hmm. was like as a yeah, okay you can take it it was funny he started off as Spider Man as an artist mm. 
And even then, it, until he took over as writer, Daredevil still was still in that. Oh, it's yeah. Daredevil, huh? Right. Okay, uh, Lori, you want to do yours? Okay, my top four. Uh, my very first one, uh, just the general book um, in general, is uh, Fantastic Four. Always has been, always mm-hmm. will be my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite books. Even with Herbie. Uh, <laughs> even, the, even the bad stuff, Fantastic Four from the time I was a kid. Uh, second one that got me into comics, and I have all the issues, and I read it once a year, like your Watchmen, uh, the Maxi series Amethyst. Hmm? Wow. That's a DC, so that's wow. some old school DC stuff right there. Yeah, oh, okay. exactly. That was my first comic book. Uh, my third one would have to be the Obsidian Age uh, JLA. Oh, wow. And my fourth one um, has to be the um, Identity Crisis. Okay. JLA. And last but not least, Sean. All right. Um, I got to throw out two honorable mentions because this list was just too hard for me. Um, my honorable mentions are the roadie run on Iron Man that was penciled by Luke McDonald. Love wow. that stuff. I can't get enough of it. Um, even some of the early Bob Layton stuff. Noble Causes. Probably one of the best soap opera superhero yes. comics ever written. One day, ever. They, we've been, believe it or not, we, me and my have been needed a little bit about mm. getting it, but we missed the first few issues. It's because so many. Our, our LCS can be retarded sometimes. Hank, Yo, you what, what you, you can do, what you can do is hop on Amazon to see if the Noble Causes archives are available. And if so, it's, you know, cause like they reprinted it, it's in black and white and reprint, but still it's worth it. And it should be pretty inexpensive now. Two volumes. I mean, it's literally everything. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you, you will not be disappointed. You, you've met one of those podcasts that are prejudiced against black and white books. Yeah, we're kind of snobs uh-huh. in that way. Well, as strange as with comics, we do not care about um, black and white comics. Well, you don't care about good stuff either. <laughs> All right, we'll peep it. Look, here's my top four. Uh, at number one, uh, Irredeemable. Oh, wow. Yes. I have been impressed by that one. I have to agree. That's the, yeah, I'm telling you, because I, 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 I read it in trade. I read the first issue. I read the first two issues. I was like, man, this is just good enough to in trade. I'm just going to get the trades. And... Though, that's one of the few trades where I read both volumes and I read it in one sitting. I don't read it for like an hour and then put it down and come back a couple of days later and get and, and pick it back up. I read it all right now. Yeah. Um, number two is the absolute version of Crisis. Love it. It's just you know because that absolute version is huge. And it's just like it just glorifies glorifies uh, glorifies uh, George Perez's artwork. It's beautiful. Um, number three, GLA Detroit. Can't help it. I love JLA Detroit. I love that run. <laughs> We've heard you mention that before. Is that revived, right? That's JLA Detroit. Vibe, yeah. Best character ever written. Best <laughs> character ever written. <laughs> and by best, I mean only. <laughs> and, no, and number four, Mouse Guard. Oh, wow. I've never read that. I read Mouse Guard. Yeah, really, really it. good. Mouse Guard's excellent. I, I give it props because I remember before it came out, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I want to deal with it. And I don't want to read Mice for I, I, I bought it on a whim. It's one. It's a beautiful book, and two, it's a nice story. It's just it's a well put together book, flat out. So no, those my four. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, what's the next list? Top three tech devices. Blackberry. <laughs> well, that's that's one of my. Uh, it, it's a close third because I, I had to struggle with the other ones. Now, any electronic device at all? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Shut up, game. I, I, I see the look coming. <laughs> that's what I was <laughs> Damn, I ran out of D batteries. <laughs> oh, well, no, he's more into the Black and Decker Pecker record. <laughs> oh, he's into fuckmachines.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's 
question is wrong. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that. Funky Blue Girl just let that go right by. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Get on the list. Get on the list. We got uh, the Xbox 360. You know, yes. That, you know, yes. I, I I've loved a lot of different systems over the. Uh, not waiting over the years, but this one it's is one. so good and it does so much. It makes me and feel you good. only use half his capability. It doesn't matter. Use the, the ones that I actually do use, I really appreciate and enjoy. Yes, and this is what he uses Xbox for, Sean. Watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have plenty of games that I He has I do. four DVD players in there. <laughs> but what does he watch movies on? Well, that's the one connected yeah. to the plasma, so. <laughs> you know? oh. you so, got a plasma? Yeah. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. You'll know. <laughs> no, I, I was being, I was joking. That was actually a yeah, joke sure about was. your 1940 uh, floor model TV that you usually watch. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one is the my my new toy, my new baby, the D90. Um, that's the Nikon D90 camera. Oh man, it's a beautiful piece of machinery. But let's move on. My iPod. I do not leave the house without it. I use it every single day. So if LL Cool J had started rapping now, he'd be singing about my iPod. Oh, goodness. I guess you have to be old enough to remember that. Yeah, I guess so. I'm surprised no one picked Crush Groove as their favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) If we had did a top ten, it was breaking, you know. Breaking? What about Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, (laughs) goddammit? But well, they were managed to save the club. They saved the uh, they the, uh, the Breaking and Breaking Two were good movies, but yeah. as I said, um, Crush Group changed my life. Shilly, <laughs> who you are now? Well, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, my forty-five-year-old retiree. Yeah. My close third is my BlackBerry. So that's my. Wow, that sounds you like said three already. How did you? Oh, no, you- no, it. it, it I could have swapped one of these out for the BlackBerry. Okay, so, uh, Simba, what's your top three tech devices? You own more than all of us. <laughs> well, he owns the Batmobile. Him and Lori. He owns the Batmobile. Um, but actually, you know what? With, with all of the, the, my, my little cute little electronics, my iTouch mm-hmm. is one of my favorite. Okay. Although I have a small playlist, it's just there's so many other things you do with it other than just listen to music. Damn, I knew you was freaky. Um, the, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> You know the really funny thing is, you go back to the joke from five minutes ago. You actually can't watch porn. You can sit in the bathroom and watch porn on your iTouch, wow. and you don't even need the headphones. I'm sold. Yeah. Now you know why you take 20 minutes breaks between segments. But the the Xbox 360 mm. only because it trumps all the other video games. Hell I mean, yeah. I'm I'm talking. I go back to ColecoVision and um wow. and, and, and Atari first generation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it could trump Pong. Um. Well. <laughs> You ought to try it sometime. Mm. They have a game called Guitar Hero that you might like. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. I, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Um, and then, what was it, three? I saw it. Oh, you know, I, I have to go. Once again, my list almost mirrors yours yeah. because my Canon EOS, no, oh, my okay. EOS is one of the best yeah. cameras I've ever owned. I've taken 5,000 wow. pictures since I've had it. And he just bought it yesterday. And Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And most of them are from girls with their windows without their permission. 
Okay, anyway, wow. uh, so Gabe, since you want to be a big mouth. Right, you want to, like, snitch to the cops. Why don't you fucking go to the precinct? <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I got the peeping time, you uh, son of a bitch. What's your five tech devices? Are we real tech devices, not Max top three? And Max don't count because we want real tech devices? Oh, shit the fuck up. Whoa, you don't talk about his back like that. You see the look on his face? He got, like, real serious. You're going to get Matrix again, son of a bitch. Remember what happened last time? That's right. And you're going to make me get a Mac to review it. The show. problem is everybody's mentioned mine's uh, my my iPod, my 360, and the one nobody mentioned my my MacBook. And the laptop has changed my life. Here, just having a laptop, being able to go anywhere, get a wireless signal, and just are you getting wood? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that well. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Instant viewing by Netflix. How's that a tech device? device? Software. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, my eye in the, in the immortal worlds of Morgan Freeman, shit that motherfucker. Well, it would actually connect to 360. <laughs> Did I say mine? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, punky blue girl, say yours. Um, my power shot cannon. <laughs> what is <did> you? <laughs> no, that <laughs> camera. Kind of batteries or a plug? No, that's, that's a nice a camera. Cannon. That camera. Oh, okay. Have yeah. you seen her? Like, Look at her pictures when she's finished. Yes. She's taken. Power, power shot is not what that guy did to you in the gym. But <laughs> <laughs> right. I learned from you. It costs extra. Uh -huh. Huh? Okay. The power shot or what the guy did you in the gym? What the guy did to me in the gym. Oh, okay. So you admit this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like Simba, I have no shame. The power yeah. shot. Go ahead. I said my BlackBerry. Later for y'all. I can get a BlackBerry if I, I get what well, I want to. I just don't want to. only has two electronic devices. And anyway. if you work harder when you're outside. No, my, my, um, my Mac is not working, so I'll be with Gabe in the Mac because it's the best thing on earth. It's not it's working. working. When it's working, right? Yeah. It's working. Uh, Mine is broken, but I like its durability. Cord, cord <laughs> oh, you know. And the don't break down. And the customer service, none plus, right? <laughs> uh, hey, fat boy, fat boy, fuck, you next. Uh, speaking of fat fun boy, fuck. Um, you hungry? Yeah. Um, Xbox 360, I that has gotten me through the darkest days. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was the first major thing I bought myself after I left my wife. It was a beautiful thing. It oh, kept me happy. To collect it. <laughs> but I just, somebody's at the door. I love every capability with that. The the being able to download the demos, being able to watch um, Netflix uh, movies on that. I mean, just to get just being able to play Call of Duty has just been just the gameplay. Going down. It's amazing Darryl. for that. You're welcome. Thank you. And uh, the next one is BlackBerry. I love um, having a BlackBerry, being able to to look at YouTube and, and, and being able to put, like, going on and finding pictures to make on my screen of my BlackBerry, just to just to make in the background. Just just all the capabilities, the messenger on it, um, just being able to go on Facebook, Twitter. I love it. Um, the other one is my iPod, which I will always have my iPod when I go to work. I There's love... you doing work at work. The hell no. Why would I do that? They don't pay me for that. Um, <laughs> being able to listen to all the podcasts that I, I love to listen to, being able to watch all the movies and TV shows and renting, you know, even renting movies to watch. I love my iPod. So that's my three. Okay, I'll do my three. Um, look, number one, I'm with everybody. The iPod. I bought the iPod because they what they said with a good 8-gig iPod, you could put all your songs on. And I own a good at least 
Lord have mercy. I think it turned out to be uh, 83,000 songs. That's all? Yeah. I mean, and I put them all, all there with the intensity. I made playlists and everything like that. Then I heard the word podcast. I haven't listened to a song on that. I watched this. Podcast <laughs> took away radio. Yeah, <laughs> like, took away so much stuff. I don't listen to anything but podcast. Now, okay, I have a desk job, and my job sucks, and podcasts get me through my day. You, you know, this is this is the go, this is the fun question. Which one was your first iPod? Uh, I had my, the original you model, had, the TV, the big screen, the no, big wait, one. But that was. So you had the first PC. I had the one, one. The they first now, ge- had the generation one. Classic. Yeah, the classic. Still, and it's still I, working. To this I day. had the first one that my first one was the first one to have the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, mine's. A, I I still have that one today. It's the same eighty gig I bought. Got it I am for Christmas. Move, I hear now they have a sixty four gig iTouch. So I'd say by around December, October, I'll, between that time, I'm going to get my iTouch. After he gets enough Lucy's. Yes. Once you get them on the street, you get it. Make that money, son. But uh, the iPod, I have to say, is just what's one of the most freaking big fun. Hell yeah. No. You know, they don't do it right. iPod, podcast, and, and the world that podcast has opened up. Yeah. I think podcast has connected fanboys all over the world. I just think it's funny when I look at our stats and see we got people in Argentina downloading us. Like, do they understand English in Argentina? I guess they don't care. The assholes are universal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they translated into uh, Spanish. <laughs> well, what do they speak? Portuguese and Spanish in Argentina, right? Portuguese. So Spanish. Portuguese is in Portuguese and number, Brazil. Number two, again, I have to agree with everybody. Xbox 360. Now, I am getting a PlayStation 3 because God of War is coming. But when I had to pick between the games, we looked cute and had all the cutesy games and, you know, all the little cutie things, they crossed over nice. But Xbox 360 had games. Yes. Now, PlayStation Sony finally has got some games. But, you know, they should have had that a long time ago, in my opinion. Come on, you were number one once. What the hell? You know, they had they put out two versions of a game that nobody could beat at a certain point, except for maybe Nintendo. But, you know, Xbox 360, sorry, it, it, you can connect to people better, connect mm-hmm. to people in games are better. Even though I still rant that they should cross over the games now. They yeah, should they should. That. But still, no, nothing beats my Xbox 360. And then I will have to say the... Um, the Palm Pilot, the I like organizers. I like electronic notebooks. I like having my lists and my calendars and my alarms and everything on there. Like that using it. I love it. I got a handheld computer and it's nice. I'm going back to a Palm as soon as I can because <laughs> the Palm just does it better. The handheld computer is cool. Well, I was about to say that, but you stopped me. <laughs> That'll be on my other list. So, but you, actually, no. so you tried <laughs> dating, but you're going back to the Yeah, the farm is so much better. I was introduced to the, those organized by my aunt. He sold me his, and I was like, and I said, like, oh, you know what? I'm never going, I'm going to keep these. I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. The electronic organizer <laughs> is just beautiful, one of the most And you would be mad if you find out someone else has the rights to it. Okay, uh, Lori, what's your top three check items? Uh, my Xbox 360, I'm late to the game. I just got it a few months ago. Okay, Love hold it. it. Stop. Let's do backstory. We all know the story. Lori was not. Lori and her husband was not getting off their PlayStation Two. <laughs> Ever wasn't gonna happen. They was they was texting us talking about. Did you see that new game, Ghouls and Goblins? It's a winner, Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. Now, wow, when did they come up with a game like this? I got I got Guitar Hero. No. Yes, too. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the um, the Xbox 360 is an amazing piece of technology. I agree with Gabe. The Netflix streaming is awesome. I also would say that the Zoom network is awesome on there too. And of course, Last FM. I just love the whole. You you can ba- basically that's all the entertainment you need. Yeah. 
you, you just you can stream your podcast through your computer, listen to your podcast while you're playing your games, listen to your music. 360 is awesome. My second one is my iPod Touch. I love, love, love my iPod Touch. Uh, I'm like, uh, I don't leave the house without my uh, my uh, iPod. In fact, I don't leave a room without my uh, iTouch. It's always with me. And my third is, again, another new addition to my life. Uh, it's, I'm going to split it between two. My BlackBerry slash my new HDTV. Oh, HDTV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and last but not least, of course, the guest of honor. All right. Let's see here. Um, iPod Touch number one. Okay. I, I can't. I can't. I can't go anywhere without it either. Um, my Xbox 360. Um, I don't get to play video games much, but when I do, I'm on. I'm playing them on my Xbox. I even got my wife, you know, hooked on the Xbox 360 because it's just like you know, versatile set of games. It's just a fun system. Um, and my third thing is something that isn't out yet. Uh, the Apple tablet. I'm but waiting for that me. tablet. I have faith in it, though, because Apple uh, is not silly about their their um, their portable electronics at all. I don't, exactly. I'm, I'm not, I have see, faith the thing in is, it. I'm not sure what it is. Is this supposed to be like a PC, or is it a portable? Let me tell you what my feeling is. This is where electronic comic books going to go. Apple is going to... Is, it knows that market's there. I've been reading their uh, little newsletters they send me in the email, uh-huh. and they're talking about... This will change digital comic. It's like if the tablet is the correct size, I think it will. I've heard. I've heard it's you take an iPod Touch and expand on the size of it, and that's that. Well, that think, might be the format they're going to. I think for graphic, because they're trying to make newspapers, magazines, and things more graphic. And like I said, I'm not disagreeing with. I just can't read it in a little squishy screen. Yeah, I, I can't just, read it either. But if, if you give me a tablet that's the right size, if you give me something physically to hold, I can read it. Yeah. Right. But I just don't know where this is going. And it's good. It's really crazy that <laughs> but I would say, we don't know what's happening. But I would say Mac is not, never goes wrong with their handheld, with their, with their portable electronics. <laughs> but Rarely see, the, the one thing that none of us mentioned, nobody has a Kindle. Because no one cares about the Kindle. Kindle's too bulky. It's too big. It's black and white. And you see how much they charge for books in Kindle? Yeah. I'd rather go get the yes. paperback. Plus, it's too rough. The well, Ken- Gabe, I'm, let me help you. <laughs> the Kindle is just too damn big, too damn expensive, and like I said, I'm not paying forty dollars for a fucking book I can buy for seven dollars. Exactly. Right. Why would you not read cheap. a paperback? It's too to cheap. buy a forty dollar book because it's electronic. It doesn't make but sense. I get to, to me. walk around with it in my Kindle. You could walk around with a book. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's not, a, it's not a Kindle. Books are not linked, locked to the house. It's not. A, you know. And the battery don't die. It right. don't mean you can't read it anymore. <laughs> oh, you my book. What happens? Battery dies. Yeah, I can't read it. Mm. And if you get sand, you can take it to the beach. And if sand gets in the book, you just shake it out. Exactly. Shake it out. Shake it. All right. You got any other lists on that? That's what that solves. Hmm? Oh yeah, and your number one. Oh, top two game franchises. Video, I'm video game. Sure I don't have one. I have favorite games. Yeah, though. well, Rockstar, you know, because of uh, the Guitar Hero is yours. Yeah, no? <laughs> Guitar Hero is yours. That's not no, your number one. EA games. One of your number one game would be God of War. Oh yeah. Number two, that's, and that's a game would be franchise. Final Fantasy. Yeah, you okay. there you go. Is God of War both of them EA? Is that? I don't know who does God of War, but God of War is a fucking is one of the best games on the planet. I don't. I defy anybody to stop playing God of War and tell me they can stop. <laughs> it, it took me months to say, play God of War. I'll get to it. Then after you got to it, Molly, you going to work? No, no, one more board. I was going to crack one more Gorgon's neck. He started. <laughs> God of War is actually one of the, I, 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 I got to say that it's, it's a Private. fantastic Very game. Effective. But I'm, I'm a, pretty, a little partial to Prince of Persia also. I like okay. Prince of Persia. Yeah. It's just not God of War. Now, Guitar Hero, I will agree, it was almost up there, but not top two. It's addictive as hell. 
Because I dismissed it. And you know what got me into it? I went over to my nephew Aaron's house and started playing it. And then I came back. I broke into a store, stole a guitar. <laughs> mm. I'm actually going to get a guitar hero only because of the way he obsesses over it. Like, you know, sometimes during our breaks, you're listening. You're, Umar's playing God of, uh, I mean, I got a war. God of guitar, 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 guitar. Yeah, But if they guitar combine hero. them, <laughs> yeah, those well, your axe that would be, actually be an axe. <laughs> that would be like the biggest hardcore metal guitar hero ever. You know what guitar hero's for? Guitar hero and rock band are for is anyone who's ever done air guitar. That game's for you. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, okay, but uh, that's my top two. So I'm picturing you doing um, get, uh, uh, air guitar, and it's just frightening. It's like him between him and. Um, <laughs> Who is it? The guys from Saturday Night Live. Uh, we still don't know. Oh, Wayne's people. World. We, oh, they Wayne's used to do World. air guitar. They would always do the air guitar in their little comedy skits. Now they can do Guitar Hero. All right, who's next? Who wants well, to do to? Well, as I said, I, EA Games, because they come out with so many different games. You got um, Madden, you got And Rockstar. Uh, Okay. Rockstar. Well, Grand Theft Auto was close. I yeah. have to admit, yeah. I will buy any Grand Theft Auto that comes. I don't care. But I, Grand Theft Auto was so good that any Rockstar game that comes out, uh, you're kind of. I'm really interested in it. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to do? You know, you want to do a go Mario on? Brothers from Nintendo. Okay. That's a huge <laughs> okay. franchise, yeah. though. Yeah. That's it's still friend. to this day. Hey. It's translated into the, the Mario World is one of the top solos from last year. Yeah. I only have one. I'll put um, Farmville. I'm gonna murder somebody. <laughs> Wow. You know what? Which reminds me, I gotta get you're home. You're making Dow and Laurie rethink and say maybe I should put Mafia Wars. Oh in my god! Yeah, you know, I lost for Mafia Wars. I do have to. Cut, we have to cut this short. My crops are. My crops. My crops are too. And I got stuff on the stove in Cafe World. So. <laughs> I don't want to play that game. All right. Uh, so what you got, Daryl? Somebody's uh, jackass. I have. Uh, thank you. I have uh, Call of Duty is. Number one, that's the number one game to me. I could play that is game. Is that techno though? Is that the the the, 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 the own the four? Um, I played. I have played that. It's straight up for like at least five hours straight. I played Call of and Duty. That's on I, a light day. Yeah, us. I started like at, at eight in the morning, like uh, nine or ten in the morning, and have not stopped playing till like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> he calls it work. Activation. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick. Die, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, Actually, I lost. He accumulates I, his vacation time around the releases of the new Call of Duty. I lost track of time. What time, lost, yeah, what time he called this sick that his boss popped up online? <laughs> <laughs> well, they tried you to. Do? Shut up. That's why you don't friend them. I don't friend them on Facebook. <laughs> but I. Uh, another one is uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. I love the. It would have been number one if the game was longer. That was the only thing I, that I didn't like about it was such well, a you short. Had, you game. had to say Arkham Asylum because you couldn't say Batman video games as a franchise. No, no, no Batman. The uh, Batman games have mostly no. sucked. Now, hopefully, uh, it could be a franchise. Decent, I want to say Super Nintendo Batman games. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Um, the other one is uh, Ultimate Alliance One, not two. Oh wow! Just you one. About franchises. You now you say that after you made me buy Ultimate Alliance too. I like Ultimate Alliance too, but you're it right. just lo- it wasn't, but it's not better. No, okay. Here goes my problem with my problem with Ultimate Alliance too. I expected more. Right, from it. it's not better than one, and it should have been. It, I, I got I got what? a third of the way through it, and I haven't picked it up since. It's no co- the costume. It's less costumes in the game. Less characters. Less yeah. characters in the game. And it's new next generation. It's still small, squishy. Right. Characters. I'm yeah. thinking that you know the first one was that good, but just you know you you amplify it and make it better. I'm thinking bigger characters, more more characters. Yeah. I'm thinking more uh, a better. Uh, I was expecting at least a, like a Spider-Man game. Ex- 
you like Spider-Man 2 right. or, or Ultimate Spider-Man game. You know, that size character. It doesn't have to be humongous, they, you know. I don't think they can do... I, I, Even I think RB, their excuse would be... What? Well, we got four four main characters on the main screen and... Oh, bullshit! Uh, that would, Dragon Warrior uh, that would has be hundreds their of excuse. characters on the screen. That That's their excuse, but you've seen the games that they can do. Resident Evil 4 for and 5, there are points in that game I'm you not have seeing hundreds of copies. Oh, okay. I mean, I and the money be behind excuse. it, and the money behind... No, no, hold on, hold on. We call that excuse the It's Magic. We don't have to explain <laughs> the excuse. <laughs> so that, those are my, my top three right now. I got um, the Mortal Kombat franchise. I have every one of the Mortal Kombat games, and I, I just love all of them. He, you're looking at the only one who owns the Mortal Kombat Annihilation DVD. True. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> but true. Well, that's out. where the copy went. <laughs> <laughs> They've been looking for it. That is and, on the sales trust. That's where that one is. <laughs> and NBA Streets. I have all the versions, and that's one of the few games that I actually have played straight through. And it's almost like an obsession with um, what Daryl was saying. You know, pretty much lose track of time and all. I have to beat that game. And I do it every time they have an, uh, a, a version that comes out. So that, and I guess uh, the Def Jam series uh, of games is the other one that I really love. I play that the same way, straight through. Okay. Gabe? See, I have some problems with these. Um, I'm going with what Punky, Punky said. But I'm expanding, like, the, the Mario... Sports games, whether it be Mario Tennis, Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, Melee, those games are freaking. I sick. like Smash Brothers. Those games are sick. I can kick some ass with a Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu is like my favorite <laughs> character too. Because he's so easy to cheese with. But you get like four people in one room throwing Mario Kart or throwing Smash Brothers Melee, you'll be done five hours later, and someone probably would have gotten punched in the face for throwing the blue shell at the end. Where is that? Where is that? Time machine that sent us all back to third grade. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Mario Kart just recently came out on the Wii. No, he's talking about the age. Right. Oh, well, video games do come no, back. Listen, just because his next game is Ratchet and Clank doesn't mean he's gonna. <laughs> no, my next game is um, Metal Gear. Okay. I, you know what? Now that's another one that would have been on my list if it wasn't for the two I picked. Because Metal Gear is one of the yeah. most. Is I just Epic, like it. Yeah. Just, I even um, like the uh, so, uh, what's his name? Um, the Tom Clancy series. Splinter Cell? Splinter Cell? Yeah, I like Splinter Cell, too. Oh, yeah, it's just me too. Me Metal too. Gear has, when you finally get to play, you, it's it's more action. Oh, wait a minute. What's the, what was what your, your pick? My pick was um, God of War and Final Fantasy, because I love the Final Fantasy series. Oh, I, I'm, oh, you didn't say yours yet. I thought you were going to say the game you're getting ready to pick up. No, Mass Effect I love, but it doesn't come close to God of War or Final Fantasy. Right, but I thought you were going to choose Mass Effect and then criticize him for a game when you finally get to play it. <laughs> like, Mass Effect, when you finally get to play it, it Mass is a great game. Mass Effect does not have long cut scenes. No. Oh, my God. No, it doesn't. There's long interactive scenes where you have to discuss your, your need to do, shall we fight, angry, argue? X? Choose one, X. and then you got to watch the cutscene, and then you got to push another. Yeah. Well, actually, I love Mass Effect, though. Don't get me wrong. No, they say in this Mass Effect, they they fix that. Okay. That's one of the things when they fix it, but I didn't have a problem with it like you did. So. And one last item we mentioned the the Street Fighter universe, all that Capcom thing. Yes. Between Street Fighter, Marvel versus Capcom. I can't argue. I don't like them, but they're well, huge. So. They are huge. I don't like them. Now I don't, doing, but I don't like fighting games anyway. So now they're doing what is it? Capcom versus. The Kishu Kamo universe. Oh yeah. I'm waiting yeah. for Capcom versus the Tick universe. 
Spoon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did we start the show again? I want to see. I, I want to see American Made take on one of them motherfuckers. Okay. I would like to see the finishing move. For my two are World of Warcraft by Blizzard. And, Wait a minute! Uh, did you just start World of Warcraft? Yeah. And you're a junkie already. That must yes. be, yeah. But you know, you remember when we did the, um, we started the World of Warcraft. Was it World of Warcraft or? or I know uh, what you're talking about. Uh, I never played World of Warcraft. Yeah, you got me addicted to that stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you can't prove it. My, my, that username is wiped out. There's no proof. World of Warcraft is for pussies. <laughs> Denial. What was the other one, Laurie? Denial. World of uh, Warcraft. Fables 2. Fable, Fables franchise. Now, that's a pretty good favorite, and I really did like Fables 2. I didn't finish it, but I liked it. The battle, the combat was improved greatly. You know they're already playing on Fables 3? Yeah, it's, the, the demo should come out next month. Okay. So, and last but not least, Sean, what are your game franchises? All right, uh, mine, uh, first, uh, the Lego franchise series. Oh, Lego. I'm sorry, Lego Star Wars, Lego Batman, Lego Indiana. Okay, now I can say this with confidence. You should be sorry to those Lego games. Whatever. Where's the young Legos? <laughs> Hey man, so games, games are fun, man. I, I can't help it. Uh, you know, I love them. And the um, the whole Guitar Hero series, whether it be Guitar Hero, Band Hero, DJ Hero, stuff's addictive. And Lego it's a lot of Guitar fun. Hero. They got Lego Guitar Hero, you're right. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, that's, yeah, you're absolutely right. They do have Lego Guitar Hero. Yes. So you got right. the best of both worlds together. That's right. And wow. see, there you go. Two franchises. Boom. There you go. Now, um, combine- Sean, Sean was locked up in that room all night by himself. And now when they combine uh, Guitar Hero and got a war, that's gonna, I'm going to change my number one. <laughs> wow. And so I guess we're going to do everybody. You got any more? Yeah, uh, just the last one. Uh, top Guilty Pleasure. How can you even do TV? Well, uh, wait, we had to go top through Top Guilty Pleasure. Well, the question is how much time do we actually have? <laughs> guilty Pleasure. Ugly Betty. I mm. love Ugly Betty. I can't admit it. And yet he, t- he puts down Glee every chance he gets <laughs> The ugly Betty is more manly than Glee. No, but don't go by me. Sound of Music is more manly than Glee. No, it's not. God damn it. Beaches don't is take, more manly than Glee. Beaches is good and Glee God damn is it. too. Um, Tu Wong Fu watched Glee and said, that's too gay for me. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You take it too far. <laughs> but Dumb and Louise wasn't. But I, you said not you as much as Glee. As much as Glee, no, because uh, yes, uh, Susan Sarandon was manly in, in Thelma Louise. <laughs> and Brad Pitt was it? Oh, that does sound gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, any other? Yeah, any other my guilty? top guilty pleasure. And I said without with total disrespect and and ignorance of how y'all feel. Uh, women between twenty and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a guilty pleasure. We all know about it. No, it's a guilty pleasure. And matter of fact, you're very proud of pleasure. it. We, it is you when put that, that on your hubcap. When you're dating a woman that when you double her age, she's still younger than you, that's not, that's a guilty yeah. pleasure. Especially when she's 30 and she's younger than you. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> you invite us in every week. Good point. And yeah, encourage us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like you go to stop. You fanned the flames stop. like when you said, I'm tired of man ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then paused as if we'd have nothing to say. Punky Blue Girl, you got any Punky Blue Girl, you got any guilty pleasures? No, not at all. Men who tell me Men who kick me out the next day. Oh, 
She has no guilt about that. Mm-mm. Well, I don't know if Daryl has any guilty pleasures. He actually has to feel guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. His marriage. <laughs> well, I do feel guilty about that one. You can't, you can't attack pleasure to that, though. You can't. No, well, no. Let's face it. Glee is a guilty damn pleasure. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. Glee is a glass gl- 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 Spoon. <laughs> 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 Right, my, what's your guilty pleasure? Believe it or not, uh-huh. this is going to sound really off, but my Xbox 360. How's that a guilty pleasure? Because I, I his wife don't want him to play. I love to play. I just, I don't have the time. I look over at it and I go, damn, I should, it, when I get on it, I feel like I sh- I'm supposed to be doing some other stuff. You know, so that's, 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 everybody yeah. knows. I'm taking off his mic. I'm Thank you. Does question. he know the definition of the word guilty pleasure? <laughs> no. like, so, so, like, let me ask you a question. Like, when you're wait, wait, wait. If you're gonna ask him a question, I mean, so I gotta give him the back mic. When you're Just keep that in mind. Nice stand. Do you have to like, like sit them in water, or is it some special? Fo- no, how do you? How your Xbox, Xbox is your manly it. pleasure. It's the At thing it. that I no. Listen, I'm entering it. most of the time I have work to do. I'm a teacher and some grading papers, setting up lesson plans, doing all the other things that I have to do. I look over at the it's Xbox yours. and like I really would love to play it, but I unfortunately didn't. Don't no, no, we get to. that. Right. Yeah, so but that's I'm not the definition of I, guilty no, pleasure. When I get on it, I feel guilty because I'm no, playing this. I'm enjoying no, myself. No, that's because you're henpecked. That's not guilty no, pleasure. It's just a matter of being henpecked. It's like I got a bunch of other shit that I have to do. But I'm that's still not the definition of guilty pleasure. Well, I shouldn't feel guilty for that. I have nothing in. Stand up and going to Vegas and watching sweaty men pose and flex should be a guilty pleasure. Well, in your case, it should be Saturday night. Right, no, it, it should be, but it makes it's you actually, feel good. It's actually You're only five minutes for me. Then it wouldn't be a guilty pleasure. Huh? I don't have any problem with it. I'm sorry, say that again? I don't have a problem with it because I'm into bodybuilding. Wait, so. him looking at ma- a, a naked man oiled up? You know, we're talking about him. Now we're talking about him. All right, Gabe. You, oh, I fly to Vegas, leave Gabe, my wife at home. Gabe, you, you know the definition hey, of guilty pleasure. Where's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is pitching putt golf. Small boys. That's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It cannot be a guilty pleasure. It cannot. Small boys cannot be a guilty pleasure. I was never. I was never. Found guilty of the charges, right? <laughs> oh, okay. They were thrown out. I thought you were going to say it can't be a deep pleasure if you're a Catholic priest. Oh, no. oh. Well, actually, you're right. <laughs> See, in your face. You've been forgiven by the Pope. Oh. When, like most things on your face. And when I was a kid, Golden Girls and emptiness. That's a guilty pleasure. That's really bad guilty Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's why they're called guilty No, no, but that's why they're called guilty pleasures. All right, uh, Lori, you must have a million of those. Come on, let's pull down some box sets. Birds of prey. Actually, I have two. The first and foremost is guilty pleasure. I will watch Dukes of Hazzards until the cows come home. I'm sorry. I will. I love that show. My no, other guilty pleasure is cruising the different forums and seeing how snarky people can be on forum threads. You actually, you what, you go to Newsarama? <laughs> wow. Why are you telling her business? <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, if, if there's a hot topic of the day, I will, I will go to various message boards and just see how snarky people can be about the topic of the day. Just just to see what other people are saying. I just, no, I, I hear you. I'm like, that's... No, I, no, I, I have one question. What is snarky? Oh. Okay, you okay, Sean, last but not least, and you, you'll end this, uh, this topic... Part of our show. All right. Um, my uh, guilty pleasure would have to be SpongeBob SquarePants. 
Wow. Get him off this show right now. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just keeping it real. I thought you were going to say Drunk Green and Murder. Oh. At least he didn't say Door Wow. No, well, personal. No. I have to say that I now feel guilty myself because I am a big SpongeBob fan. That's because you're a three-year-old. No, no, he has a twenty-one-year-old girlfriend. She watches older shows. <laughs> my three-year-old doesn't no, watch SpongeBob. No, no, no. I just watch. She's watching Dora. No, she doesn't watch SpongeBob SquarePants. And listen, uh, it's my guilty. What pleasure. is wrong with SpongeBob? Hero lives should be in your guilty pleasure. Oh. Hero should be NBC's guilty pleasure. <laughs> and, and let me mention, uh, Sean, did you you do you are aware that Krusty Krab lives in Bikini Bottom? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wow, y'all had a bunch of Okay, so what right you other one? Hold on, hold on. He hit another one. I want to hear the other one. Oh, no, no. That was the only one I had. The uh, only one I had was SpongeBob. That was it. And, um, you know what I stopped feeling bad about my guilty pleasure? When I heard Brad Bendis always telling me, well, Gilmore Girls is the up. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. And he's, if he says it's good, then it has to be good. No, not really. Not no, I just see a bunch of women talking a lot. Don't get me wrong. I, I started watching Life Unexpected. That's Unspected. your job. I started watching Life Unexpected. I'm impressed by it. So. Huh? I like. I, I was impressed by the show. What you talking about? <laughs> I know. What's I that jibber jabber? <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, let's move on to best of podcast and get the hell out of my house. I've got a question for you. How many podcasters do you know have faced werewolves? I remember just running down these stairs, and I could hear this voice behind me. Oh, my God, Jesus, Rod, Rod, Bray, Rod, he's right behind me. Rod, please, he's going to kill me, Rod, Rod. Fort Vampires. I've seen enough vampire movies to know. I ain't taken no chance. I didn't even have a crucifix. I had no holy water. I was completely unprepared. Crack to Da Vinci Code. What, why are you going to put a man with a haircut like that who's given so much screen time? Dodgy. <laughs> Rubbish. <sighs> right. Go on, but... defend it now. Defend it. Go on. <laughs> and done battle with the villainous Dr. Doom. No, he was a proper villain. I went to the Fantastic Four movie. I was like, he's a guy from the guy from Tuck. What's going on, then? Villain. Feeling my ass, I could have dealt with him myself. <laughs> I could have dealt, dealt with him once I'd woken up with a hangover. And still, we got time for a cup of tea and a sing song. Robin uh, Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his many As if you men. couldn't guess. Jewels from the rich, give to, give the, to the, the poor. Robin Hood, Robin, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. Geeksyndicate.co.uk. Check it out. Don't make us come round there and give you a dry slap. Another exciting episode of Best in Podcast. And I started out with a full and just by the end of the day, you're gonna, you're gonna get shot the day <laughs> Stranger <laughs> Comics is uh, put on Best in Podcast, aren't you? It's happened before. It happened, it happened before. before, huh? It, it did happen before. Best in Com- and Podcast one time. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Actually, no, twice. That was that time when you drank that extra coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that when we got to the computer before he could look at it. No. Yikes. 
Okay, uh, since our guest is here, we have to mention that everyone has told him before the show about his Teddy Pendergrass uh, rant. Yes. Uh, PKD Black Box episode number 10. And we're waiting for the one with the commentary track. <laughs> <laughs> so he Man, can tell uh, what he was thinking when he was... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love the transitions with the music. That's really smooth. I, you have your editing down. Yeah, really I did tight. that, and they told me it sucked. Well, I listened to the show at work, and I was naked by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All of y'all, would you put your fuck clothes on, please? Did you throw your panties <laughs> on Stop the feeling yourself. <laughs> Damn it, did I blame pretty wings I again? just felt so sexy after that show. <laughs> okay. No, no it, it's just one of those things, man. Like, you know, you listen to a lot of podcasts, and, you know, there are a lot of good ones, and there are a lot of bad ones, and what I just want to do is just do something a little different. Why you got to talk I'm, about my show? I'm not talking about your show, dog. <laughs> well, you did say bad ones. So, yeah. But he's not apologizing. No apologies. No, no, no. no, no. Not at all. But no, it's just one of those things I just want to mix it up, man. And and I, I love my comic books. I love my pop culture, but I also like music, too. So this is just my way of trying to educate people. And just trying to get them hip to what you know, folks still listen to, but you might not hear on the radio no more. I like a lot of this current stuff. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of bullshit out there. So I got to get some of my listeners hip to Teddy Pendergrast because they no, need to know. What you said was absolutely right. So you did it. You, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Let me guess. You like LOL smiley face. LOL smiley face. That song is some bullshit. <laughs> LOL smiley. Oh, whatever. They're not song. even trying anymore, are they? No. Trey, Trey Song should be smacked upside oh the motherfucking God. head. That's my husband. Ain't he like 14? No, he's not. He's 15. Oh, that's, oh, that's, <laughs> the, oh, that's <laughs> a big difference. Singing by say. He don't know okay, that. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Is what you're calling a, a singer or a rapper? Okay, um, okay. Uh, when we do the rap episode, which is never going to happen, we'll talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. She would know. Okay, Slice of Sci-Fi 248 had a, it wasn't so much their conversation with Atticus Ross, it was the reaction to all the news from last week, their reaction to the Spider-Man news, uh -oh. their reaction, they just had some hilarious reactions. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, I Fanboy Pick of the Week is, was still one of my favorite comic review podcasts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I like most comic reviews, I like uh, CGS's Examination of Comic but these guys, I just like the way they review, it's like when you have a good team on At The Movies. Hmm. You know, that I just like their insight into things. And then you review comic books. I am never going to read, but yeah. but they reviewed Sword. Now, you don't like Sword. I do. Yeah. I agree with you about the art. I do not know why they make the beast like the camel or the, the camel cigarette. <laughs> well, I thought he was a horse Yeah, yeah. when yeah. I first watched it. And you got a little roused, too. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. Mm -mm. Fanboy Planet Podcast is, is uh, one of the funniest ones out there. They have a good team. Them and um, Alter Ego are hilarious. But Fanboy yeah. Planet was only one. The elusive podcastic, that's, that's what they called it, but it was hilarious as hell. Mm -hmm. And Geek Survival Guide has come. Yeah. He's renumbering his shows, 2010. Sean, have you ever heard Geek Survival Guide? No, I never heard about this. Sean, go and listen there. They're about five, uh, five minutes, maybe at tops, he'll be about 15 minutes on his podcast. But mostly about five, six minutes. We talk surviving things in horror, fantasy, and science fiction. How to survive zombies, how to survive the apocalypse. You need to listen to this guy. The guy yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's, called, it's called Geek Survival Guide. He is cool. very intelligent, very, very talented. And he plays like masterpiece theater music in the background. Yes, and you're totally all sophisticated. He'd be like, he's like, if you like. Uh, and, how to survive a zombie invasion. When he talks about vampires, and you, if you have that skeptic, throw him to the vampires. <laughs> it gives you time to get away. <laughs> 
He is hilarious. He's like, what do you say? He felt that most people in vampire movies die fast because they keep listening to the skeptic or trying to convince him. They're like, yeah. to hell with the skeptic. Welcome to the vampires. Keep running. <laughs> you know, but he yeah. is hilarious. You need to, it's really good. And you can go yeah. back. His shows don't get old. No, not at all. And he, this week's one was dealing with uh, surviving a Zeppelin uh, <laughs> crash. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, this is stuff you're gonna need to know in life. Yes, yeah, hey, how about that? Well, that he's renumbered his show, so 2010 number one. Yeah, we're glad that show. he's continuing to do it because this, the episode before that he was talking about the fact that he thought about stopping. We're like, no. Yeah, I was gonna eat him and him talking. Listen, yeah. I got topics for you, okay? Oh yeah. All right. Um, Alter Ego Comic Cast number 157. I just mentioned one of the funniest mm-hmm. podcasts out there. Secret Identity 202. They've changed somewhat. Something about their format's altered kind of slightly, but of course they another one who had great reactions to the news. But this, you know, you want to go? Why so serious with them? Mm. <laughs> you yeah. cannot bitch slap Joe Quesada or or Sony or whoever got Spider Man. I'm telling him it didn't count. It's magic. Okay, let's get into the two or two sci-fi party line number twenty-eight forty-eight. Talked about Dexter. Thank you for spoiling it for me, Cat. You're lucky you're gorgeous. Otherwise, you know, you'll be get, get a very disturbing blog message. Damn. <laughs> Again. But the Sci-Fi Party Line puts together a random group of people who discuss one show in an episode or uh, a season, and they do a pretty good yeah. job at it. Done. And like I said, Cat is hot, so she gets props. Uh, how to Grow Your Geek is a show done by a young mother who talks about how to bring your kids into your geeky things. Her and her daughter are doing this astronomy show that's pretty damn excellent. So she's been playing the show on How to Grow Your Geek. So on How to Grow Your Geek number 60, they did part two of their 365 Days of Astronomy podcast. It's a pretty damn good show. I got through, got into it through Slice of Sci-Fi. Geek Syndicate. What more do we have to say about them boys? They, when, when, did they do a, when did they do a bad podcast? When, when, when it's somebody else beside them. So, Geek Center number 145. And that's another podcast you can go back on and it'll crack you the hell up. Of course, they've been sober lately. I kind of miss, <laughs> I kind of miss the drunk podcast, yeah. but what are maybe you going to do? Co- maybe he's court appointed. You never know. <laughs> Fanboy Strike Back <laughs> finally came the hell back. It's good to have them back with episode 65. I missed them. Crankcast. I love Mike Norton and Crank. <laughs> I like their random guests, but Martin Norton, they are the surliest podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> they are just so surly. They're like, they're like old men in, in the barbershop when coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> Not coming to America. Oh, goodness. Sci-Fi Surplus Podcast is another excellent science fiction oh, yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. I still haven't gotten over their debate between <laughs> Rath Khan and the new Star Trek, which was an excellent debate. Yeah, it, was, but it really was. They do an excellent show. So number 115, we recommend it highly. Too Old to Grow Up, the retro wow. gaming series, Sony PlayStation. Yeah, that was a great discussion. Mm. They went into stuff. Mm. I mean, these guys, they get all the cool toys, and they've played with them extensively, and they know them inside out. I they get the impression they're still playing with some of these yeah. Okay? Yeah. 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 yeah, they got yeah. all of the cool they, stuff. They got a mega multi-tap. Rich. Yeah. Yeah, I made a mistake with the, the PDK thing again. But that was number episode 97 on 2 Elder Grow Up. Um, okay, Slice you, of sci-fi. Uh, you, mentioned, you put this PDK black box. Yeah, I said, twice, I, I said it's a typo. I made a mistake. I didn't see it. And you, it's Slice of Sci-Fi is a typo, too, or he puts it? No, no, the voicemail show. Oh, the voicemail show. Okay, because oh. I was more impressed by the regular show. Oh, when they bigger like a married couple. Here we Shut go. Your mouth. 
Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You see how he talks I, to I the kids? Like your man like that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. I'll be more respectful hey, hey, your man. Hey, we believe, <laughs> we believe in child abuse, so snap yeah, that, you know? <laughs> Sit up in your high chair and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for you to talk when you have a guy, you know? It's appreciated. Can we, how do you, you know, know that? <laughs> okay, I'm blending. Sean said, mm. We're sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> mm, blending in is <laughs> blending in is Lori's podcast. Let her give it accolades. Uh, blending in is a new podcast put out by uh, Steve Lawson and uh, Derek Russell. Uh, they did uh, they do Smallville, House of L, Tenth uh, Wonder, and they formerly did Sky Next, the Terminator podcast. This is their Human Target podcast that they threw together this week. Excellent show. It's if you know them, you love them. Uh, they did a really good breakdown of the show. They just sort of threw it together over a couple of days, but the, the website should be up soon. They already have episode number two, and it's a joy to listen to. There's not another episode where they, where they say they like the show, and then they pick it apart with every nitpick they can find possible, is it? Deborah. No, no that's the two guys. That's through. two guys. That is two guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no, this no. is that's Sky different. Next. Sky yeah. Next, right. Mm. Okay, well, I guess that's it on the Best in Podcasts. Okay, we'd like to thank Sean for joining us for our 134th episode. We hope you can join us again. If you, one day, we, we apologize. And his wife doesn't go, why are you hiding under blankets crying? This is when he befriends us all, and he, doesn't, he, never, he never speaks to us again. Yeah, check like, his I don't know any of y'all motherfuckers no more. <laughs> check his Sean, I don't know who you talking to. Who you at? No, I had a real good time. For real, seriously. Thank y'all. Thank all y'all for having me on the show. Oh, it was absolutely yeah. a pleasure. And on that note, this was the thir- 134th episode of the Fixer's Hideout, and this is the Fixer. This is not a throwback to Lori's Born Punky, punky blue, where are you? You've been holding that one for a while, haven't you? She wants to get home to watch uh, um, Cock Blockers 10. <laughs> hey, just came in in her Netflix. <laughs> you know what? I ain't got nothing to say on that one. So go to the next one. This down. Out. Mott. And Gabriel Press. And this is Lori. Okay, guys. One. Wait, we got Sean. Sean. Oh, sorry, Sean. Sean. Good job. You cut off Sean. Yeah, thanks for coming, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and pick, pick your shows again. And your, oh. com- and your, and your company. All right, cool. Uh, PKDmedia.com, uh, free web, free comics on the web six days a week. Uh, the PKD Black Box Podcast, um, it's on iTunes. You can go to PKDmedia.com to get episodes. You know, I, I can't give it away for free forever, but I'm keep giving it to you for free as long as I can. Please check out these comics. I think you will enjoy them. Buddy Cop Comedy, Mercury and the Murd. Paramilitary action with agents of cult. Exo one, the rock. Exo one and the rock saw still bots. It explains itself. Mm-hmm. And um, Luke Foster, who has his own podcast, has a weekend uh, comic which takes place in a comic book store called The Gang from the Store. Check them out. PKDmedia.com. Check out the PKD me- the PKD Black Box podcast hosted by me. And um, hey, that's that's all I can tell you. We're, we're going to be at a few few conventions few conventions this year, so please, by all means, stop. And uh, we're going to start pimping the impending debate between me and Sean on what's better, Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back. And it's not oh, it's means. not it's not a New Hope. <laughs> it should be called George Lucas hoping his new movies were something more than he made them. But thinking, what can I say? He made me he made billions of dollars off of so. How, 
He's How far can you take rich. criticism? Yeah. He don't hear people anymore. I don't think. You should have heard him on John Stewart. You actually go on YouTube and watch that interview. Okay, on that note, ready? One, two, three. Peace. All you gotta do is concludes this week's PKD Black Box. The PKD Black Box is available via iTunes or you can go to pkdmedia.com to get our show, check out our form, and read comics like Mercury and the Murd, XO1 and the Rock Solid Steel Bots, Agents of Cult, and Luke Foster's The Gang from the Store, six days a week for free. And if you're on iTunes or our forum board, drop us a line or email us at blackbox at pkdmedia.com. Thanks again for listening. Until then, dream big and hustle hard.